When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Bob and Tom Show. There's no stopping it. Okay, gang. We're all on for 4 o'clock on Tuesday. There's no hiding from it. I'll have Sarah send out an email. There's no way out. Okay. Hey, can I get anybody anything to drink? Some coffee, a diet Snapple, or how about some bottled water? It's... The Haunted Meeting. <laughs> all right, people. Hey, I know you're all busy, so thanks for taking the time. Hey, we need to be proactive and think outside the box 24-7 to achieve synergy. Touch base, talk the talk. Okay? Cell phones off, everybody. It's The Haunted Meeting. And if all that envelope stretching, no eye in team, bottom line babble ain't enough to petrify ya. Get ready for the most frightening and terrifying meeting moment yet. Okay, gang, let's bring in Jason. Fire up that PowerPoint. <laughs> the haunted meeting. Okay, now let's take a look. See here at some pie chart slides. <laughs> Let's translate that into bar graphs. The haunted meeting. But that's not all. Here's something you didn't expect. And you may not survive at all. People, people, while we're brainstorming here, what do you say we conference in the L.A. office? <laughs> a meeting and a conference call. <laughs> That's like two meetings in one. <laughs> the haunted meeting. Well, anyone? Come on, people, let's hear it. Remember what I always say, in a brainstorm, there's no such thing as a bad idea. Bullcrap! <laughs> a bad idea is a bad idea, and you'll forever be remembered and humiliated for it. It's the haunted meeting. And if we all get on the same page here, people, we won't just make this a win-win, but we can have ourselves a win-win-win. <laughs> Okay, well, we're all looking over the agenda. What do you say we have Betty bring in the deli tray? Oh. <laughs> Tis the season for the haunted meeting. All of those scenarios absolutely, absolutely happen in this, in this building. Yeah. Good morning. It's the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello, Chick. Hello, there's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. Hey, he's over there in the performance room. There's Jeff Oskey. Hello. That's right. There's Ace Cosby. Howdy. I'm Chick McGee. Josh Arnold, as my mother would say, is fashion. 
And here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. I think Josh is in, in a fishing competition, am I saying? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. doing yeah. a uh, bass competition. Big prize, too. Do we know how well he's doing? Have we heard anything? He's uh, 17th out of uh, 18 fishers. Uh, actually, there's like 700 teams. Ooh. So he's... Uh, he's about 659. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, what, what accent is that? Fishin. My mother would say fishin and weesh uh, and deesh. Arn. Deesh. Mm. How would she say W-A-S... President Bush. President Bush. What was her? Warsh. What was her machine? She did laundry in. Warsh, yeah, machine. Was it a washing? I think that's machine? just the Midwest. Yeah, Midwest poor. Midwest, yeah. That, yeah that was yes, good. don't forget poor. <laughs> you say Midwest. I came up that Midwest way. poor. Yeah. Oh, poor. I think you said Midwest poor. Three of us grew up a lot different than you, my friend. White trash. <laughs> is is there? You're nothing a, but poor white trash. Yeah. Is there such a thing as Midwest porn? <laughs> Is there, uh, do they have what? porn by Tom, geographical? Tom, what have we learned? You can put any two words together and put porn at the end and you're set. Really? Yes. So you uh, could do. Blue shirt, uh, khaki, baseball cap, porn. porn. Are yeah. you looking for like hillbilly porn? Is that what No, you're... I'm asking. I don't know. I'm not looking for anything. I'm just well, curious. Well, you like dirty there's... legs, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I like that dirty leg. <laughs> Oh, is it like hillbilly porn? Sure. That's what I just like said. Da- Daisy Dukes and... Yeah, it's oh, yeah. called step porn. What? Uh, step. You know, there was um, there was football porn last night. There was. It was oh. disgusting and awful. Uh-oh. Uh, the Chicago Bears had not won a football game in 347 days until they bumped up against the Washington football team, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. oh, Chicago okay, winning 40-20 to 20 last night. And it was 27-3 at halftime. Fortunately, because of my dogs, it's a long story, I fell asleep at 7.30 and didn't move until 12.30 Eastern. So you missed the entire debacle. So as soon as I picked up my phone <laughs> and I looked at it and it, it, you know, it spit out, uh, Commanders, 20, Chicago, 40, and I laughed out loud. And then, fortunately, you gave six points, so it was technically. Yeah, yeah, I had Washington minus minus the six, so if you do the math, it was 46-20. Thanks for mentioning. I think, at this point, the uh, shoe of the week, the record is 10 and 21. I think we possibly might do away with keeping track. (laughs) That's fair. Thank you, Christy. That's fair. Okay, now, um... I've been playing this game, uh, Connections. It's just fun. We're just having fun. Yeah, it's yeah just a fun we haven't thing. heard about it. Oh, uh, well, thank you, Chris. <laughs> uh, you know what? I did it this morning, and I'm there's stuff that they slip in that... It's fun. It's but, not either. It's, but, it's maddening. But, but go uh, ahead. the reason I bring it up is there's an odd connection between the story you just did about the former Washington Redskins, now known as the Commanders, yes, and the White House. Is that right? Yeah, and it's a it's an it's a connection. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I think Christy knows what it is, but um, um, it involves one of your favorite things. Is it a puppy dog? Oh, yep, that's the connection. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, this was all over. All yeah. I, I start, oh, okay. I don't know why I've started this, but I watch NBC News and CBS News every night now for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, so, we had this I'm story yesterday morning. We just eyeballs. never got to it. But. Eyeballs and news. Yeah, Commander. He's Yeah, uh, Commander's in trouble. He's out. <laughs> the Washington Commander. Commander is uh, the German Shepherd. Yeah, uh, the president's yes. dog, yeah. Commander, has been removed from the White House <laughs> after it bit a number of staff members. 
There were 12 incidences and of CBS, him biting animals. CBS other last night people. had, had, had Nora O'Donnell saying what Christy just said yeah. in a picture of Commander coming out of a, some sort of uh, uh, hallway with his mouth ah! in, in a frozen picture. His commander's bitten his 11th person. The Bidens have sent the two-year-old German Shepherd to an Ooh. unknown location. Yes. Now, wait a minute, oh, ladies and gentlemen. That's it's a scary the, thing. It's the famous unknown location. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's of Kennedy's course. brain. He's, oh, he went to the farm, huh? Yes, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's been. He's, he's been, being raised by lesbians. Yes. He's been sent to the farm. Sent to the farm. Never been happier. Oh, wait a minute. No, they're going to take a look at, quote, the next steps for the presidential canine. There was a quote by a CIA agent uh, who's assigned to the president who said, if this was anybody else's dog, they would have put it down a yeah. long time ago. Well, apparently they were just waiting for the right amount of votes to, to remove him. They, they wanted That's him gone a while ago. They were going to name him Speaker of the House, but yeah. you know, uh, I know okay. so there's about eight people. I wouldn't mind having that dog sick in, in Washington D.C. Yeah. right now. Interesting. Um, and President Biden was on Good Morning America. I don't think they, he was talking about Commander, but he was. T- there was another one before this that was yes, biting people. There was An- another German Shepherd. <laughs> Maybe he, goes, he should go with a different breed. And Biden said, "You know, all he does, he's a sweet dog. All, it's a typical dog owner. My dog's sweet. I'll just come up and lick you, and then <laughs> and maybe take a bite. <laughs> unless you're somebody else. But yeah, German Shepherds are a one-owner dog. Yeah, that's he, the only uh, thing I ever got bit by was a German Shepherd. This uh, this um, particular story indicates that the dog had bitten 11 people is that correct yeah uh, those are the ones they're reporting yeah right yeah. i think a lot yeah, of them though yeah, uh, that's okay mr president i'll just suture this myself uh we're gonna be okay yeah um, do you remember the uh there are a whole series of famous presidential dogs that'd be a probably there's probably a nice book about well that, they were so. saying the last time it was uh uh, uh the younger bush dog it was a Yorkshire Terrier or something named Buddy, or no, that's Clinton. Uh, I forget who it was, but somebody, well, his, his dog bit somebody. President Obama, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Ted Kennedy give him a Portuguese, Portuguese water, water dog? dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think if you were Ted Kennedy, the one thing you'd want to, I don't know, shy away from was publicizing water? Yeah. yeah. Well, we've named her Mary Jo. Cute little doggy. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you know any other presidential dogs? Most famous uh, one, of course, I think historically is Fowler. Is that was that uh, FD, FDR? FDR. FDR. Checker checkers, was, but yeah. Checkers wasn't. Tr- I mean, it was Nixon's dog, but it was pre. Tr- Trisha loved Checkers and pre president. Oh, it was. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know he didn't live in. It the wasn't White the whole House. Checkers that, speech. That was a gift. Yeah, a nice cloth coat. Pat yeah, has, Pat a, has nice a nice cloth coat. Republican yeah. cloth coat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, the president's dog has been quote removed from the White House. Yeah. Mm. Sent to a quote unknown location. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's a that's. I don't care who you are, President of the United States. It's it's upsetting when your dog's causing trouble like that. You yeah. Know? All right. Well, um, uh, well, I, and I wonder if there's someone investigating this, or was that going to be a big story this weekend? <laughs> We've located the doggy. Uh, what's coming up in sports? Uh, coming up in sports, we'll talk more about the uh, Thursday night football debacle and why uh, the NFL should do away with Thursday night football entirely because uh, people have their favorite teams that lose in stupid ways like last night. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chicago Bears legend Dick Butkus has passed away at the age of 80. And he was, uh, he was as close to America's sweetheart being a former NFL player and becoming a movie and movie TV guy. star as uh, you had Alex Karras, you had Jim uh, Brown. And Jim Brown's more of a 
badass. I think he wasn't ac- exactly. Uh, he was in some good movies. Heart- well, yeah, but he wasn't like a nanny or a comedic relief like Butkus and Karis were. Were. Yeah, I guess you're not going to see. Jim Brown was in a movie called Gun. Okay, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not. He wasn't. He's... And then he, I think he was in a movie called Black Gun. Was, was he there? really? Yeah, I think huh. so. You're saying is that Mr. Brown had a limited range? When he was kind of a badass. Yeah. Okay. Right. Other than Dirty Dozen, he was. Uh, I don't know if he actually. But uh, sadly, Dick Butkus uh, is gone. Uh, acted. Yes, and uh, today is, in in history is a, a gigantic sports related. Uh, no, we have to talk about this because Tom is going to be very excited. Okay. okay. Well, good, because today, the regular today in history, I just gave it a quick look-see. Not a lot going on. This one has to do with uh, baseball and uh, television show you love. And uh, Oh, good. Today, 62 years ago this week. Oh, does this involve the Dodgers? Um, um, hush. Okay, I'm not, sorry. I'm not I, saying, I bet but, I know what it is. I'm not saying, but oh, yes. Okay, very good, very good. Uh, right now, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes you feel like your brain is um, getting its own way or getting in your way. Or, wait a minute, what's happening? The world is so confusing. Therapy can be really, really good for you. And um, uh, sometimes the difficulties of therapy are simply getting there and what time is it going to be and taking up too much of your life. But now with better help, they're taking advantage of contemporary technology and uh, by going online. What it's all about is you'll fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And uh, that's, of course, done online. By the way, you can switch therapists at any time without any additional charge. And then the therapy itself is done online. Uh, Therefore, you have a lot of flexibility and a lot of convenience. When I say it's done online, it can be like a phone call or like a Zoom call or even texting back and forth. Whatever works for you and what you're trying to do is work better for yourself. So uh, make your brain your friend again with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BT Show today. That slash BT Show part will knock 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash BT Show to get on your way to being your best self. Once again, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, uh, coming up in the news, we had a monkey on the loose. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, we got a little bit of an, a little audio for you. There you go. Uh, have they caught the monkey? Yes. We'll find out. We were going to tell you after the break, oh, but now sorry. you know. Okay. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. 
There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Jeff Oske. Hello, sir. Josh Arnold on vacay. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. I wouldn't say Josh is on vacay. He's uh, in a fishing tournament. He's working hard yeah. to win some big money. He's just sitting there. Oh, thank you, Ace. Ace. Just sitting there. I'm sitting just, on well, his ass. And eating. And drinking. Uh-huh. And... Jumping in the lake and crapping every now and then, probably. <laughs> I just got a new fishing pole yesterday. Did it arrived at my house? Yeah. Your, wow. uh, mail order, eh? Just, I, uh, just a pole? Uh, I have a few lures and uh, a little tackle box, so I'm ready, uh, nice. ready to go up. Did you get the reel and the rod? Or just... I did. I oh, got the nice. whole combo. What's that nice. running these days? Uh, around a hundred bucks. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. You know, I had uh, some lures uh, one time, Tom. You know, I, it, would, it would go like, uh, don't you know who I am? Stuff. Like oh, that. is that oh, your yeah. lure? That would be the lure. That catch a lot. Yeah. Large mouth or a small mouth? Every now and then, I just saying, I'm Chick McGee would work. Every now and then, really. Not, uh, you, were you on the? Why this, is that? What's going on? This yeah, ring this, a bell. This is it's me playing. Is that Taj? Is this banjo? Bet you're going fishing all of the time. Baby going fishing too. I love this song. Bet your old this life sounds like a song that's in. Catch more fish What's up, Tiger Lily? By John Sebastian in the Love and Spoon. Anybody recognize this? Taj Mahal. They're very good. No, never right heard it. That guy doesn't have all his teeth, does he? A <laughs> baby's going fishing too. That's the great Taj Mahal. Are you familiar with Taj? Nope. Sorry, nope, it's a building, not a person. Uh, Sorry. Taj is great. Uh, when did that song come out? Back before they had reels? I think like it yeah, was just a string on a stick. Going for how, does that, how does that something like that survive? <laughs> it's a <laughs> fragile a, piece. Oh, it's a great song. Um, I saw Taj Mahal do that song in front of about 20,000 people. Tom. They were all riveted and paying attention. And nobody cares. Oh, I didn't say, I don't care if anybody cares. You're I missing a you larger care. point. You're, you're I, very passionate yeah, about it. Go get uh, Giant Step by Taj Mahal and you'll feel better about life. Were they the opening act? Oh, yes, they were the opening <laughs> act, Ace. And my point was that... Who were you spot- there to see? Tell me about the whole thing. Did you have... Did you, it wasn't uh, Genesis. Did you take a date? And, did you wear uh, your favorite shirt? And did you go at, back after the concert and ball? Did you, uh, did you have any sort of... Uh, was it an entire evening? Or... Uh, I know I need to know more. Yeah, who, did, um, who did he open for? He opened for Edgar Winters' original White Trash with Jerry LaCroix and Rick Derringer. Uh, and uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. It was an amazing show. I highly recommend. It. Good Lord! Emerson, what was the B side to that? Uh, to that song? Fishing. Uh, nope. It's wanna go hunting. <laughs> Gentrification <laughs> blues. Bear made me piss. I wish we could get Taj in here. I'd love that menu. <laughs> Ever hear the song Giant Stuff? Well, we'd oh better we'd better hurry. <laughs> okay, fine. I, <laughs> he sounded eighty then. How, do you remember <laughs> at any point? Do you remember how long Carl Palmer's drum solo was? <laughs> uh, I, that's probably when I went to get a grab a yeah, quick probably. beer. Uh, yeah. I was really into Emerson Lake and Palmer for like two and a half years, and I don't know why. Yeah, that was really nice. When uh, works works came out, fanfare for the common man. Yep, oh, I, love that. I love that. I love Hollywood. Uh, from the beginning, school. Greg, right? Greg Lake. Uh, yeah, uh, lyrically not real strong, but very good, very good music. Um, I'm not In sure why, why we're playing this. Oh, it's because of of Josh going fishing. Perhaps we could play some of our fishing tributes later. 
Uh, but right now we have the important. Before we get to sports, yes, uh, put it off as long as you can. Uh, if you okay. Want. Um, um, on the national news last night, we had a, a monkey loose. I, when we do have our theme song here, uh, here we go. God, that makes me laugh. <laughs> hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And if you haven't yeah. seen the, if you haven't seen this monkey yet, you you owe it to yourself to go check it out. Uh, it's a potus monkey. They're kind of creepy it, looking. A, a potus? I think that's what they're called. Yeah. It looks like it's about potus. four to five feet tall. Yeah, and, way bigger than yeah, you would think. I don't think it's five. Feet it's not tall, like it? Lancelot Link. Well, he's they're about over. three feet. They're yeah. They walked on. He, if he stood well, upright, he'd really? he was running through yards. <laughs> he jumped on a woman's car on her way to work. She goes, "Just when I thought my morning couldn't get worse." There's a monkey on my hood. <laughs> and I was listening to Chick Sportscast. Can you imagine if your dogs saw a monkey? My dogs have enough trouble with deer. They have no idea Oh, my dogs would go nuts. Yeah, the squirrels, they, they go crazy. Yeah. But a monkey. They smell them. They see them. They're not dogs. And would the monkey be afraid of the dogs? Probably not. I don't think so. I don't think monkeys are scared of much. Okay, well, uh, but they got the monkey. This was loose in Indianapolis. Police in Indiana captured a monkey that was on the loose in an Indianapolis east side neighborhood. The monkey named... Momo! Escaped from his owner's property, leading to an hours-long search for the male potus monkey. Lieutenant William Carter of the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department and officers tracked Momo to the bathroom of a house that was under construction. At least he had the good taste to use the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> he was finally captured by the brother of the monkey's owner. After his capture, Momo was taken into the care of Indianapolis Animal Care Services, which then turned him over to the staff at the Indianapolis Zoo. For now, officials will determine whether the primate will be returned to its owner. This most recent incident makes Momo's second escape in three months, and the owner was fined. You know, they got him. Yeah. You know, they got him. How'd they get him? They told him he could come jump on the bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's very common. Appealing to monkeys. Mm. Then, they, then they brought a barrel in. No, oh, I'm going to join my 999 friends. Oh, we're going to have a good time. Uh, Arguably, worst toy ever? Barrel of monkeys? Uh, uh, I had that game. Huh? I, I'd vote uh, for Slinky, maybe. You hate Slinky. I mean, it's, uh, well, it's poor. Watch it go down the stairs. I, I now think, what? I think I had yeah. like six or seven Slinkies, and they each lasted three to five days. Yeah. yeah. At least your house had <laughs> stairs. Like, we were raised in ranches with a slinky. True. That's the most yeah. disappointing thing that. ever. Wow. Yeah. So sorry. One step, it was the one outside yeah. the back door. Exactly. <laughs> so, I, so not only is it it's a crappy toy, pretty much anybody. Yes. <laughs> Especially if you're in a ranch. Yes. Okay. Isn't that the uh, Ace Ventura Nature Calls? Is that the, the second one where he has the slinky down the thousand step? From from the Buddhist temple, <laughs> and it makes it like three steps to go, and it stops. It goes, oh, almost made it. Have you? Did you do the world record for the um, the um, toy yesterday? Did I give you that? I don't think you did. Oh, it's a really cool story. Hot Wheels world record? No, we didn't see that yesterday. I oh. told you uh, there was a point in my life not that long ago where I spent most of my days watching. This guy on YouTube who had who would race these Hot Wheels against each other. Oh yeah, he would say, "Oh, this is a silhouette." And they, uh, this guy um, and his son, they that in the marble race. They went well. to a stadium, and they put the Hot Wheels track from the top step down. Yeah, and then they had the loop de loops in it. 
Yeah. So it's the world record loop to loops because you can imagine with all that momentum sure. going down and everything. I had right, but did you see the video? They still had like a thousand feet to go. Like, yeah. did they just run out of money for track? Because they could have put like fifty more loops. After I was that. wondering if if it had, if it would gain so much speed that it would fly off after. But that's a very fair question. I'll find the story for you. Do you remember was, the Hot Wheels and when they came out with a supercharger? Where they, it, when you, it was, uh, it would speed the cars up. Yeah. It, it looks like a car wash. It looks like a right, car wash. Right, and you yeah. wound yeah. it and up. It would shoot it through. Yeah. It was battery operated. Yeah. 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 Here you go. It's a father son duo from Oregon. They so have, they didn't make it back down to the field, if you will, from no. the top stairs? <laughs> Not but, even close. But it's they still just a world fly record. through the stands? It just goes down like one section of stairs. <laughs> I was very impressed. Apparently you weren't. Uh, I got a Congratulations to five year old Gavin. Uh, well, you didn't tell me it was five. It's a father-son <laughs> duo. I'm guessing yeah. Dad did a lot of the work. Um, yeah, but, uh, it's kids like never a Pinewood learn Derby car. Yeah. Um, oh, and his guys. dad, Chase, they achieved the record with a total of 20 loop-de-loops. The track was set up on stadium steps, and the Hot Wheels car completed the loops as it descended the track. Kind of cool. Fun thing for a dad to do. Good for you, sir. Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know why it didn't uh, go farther, but. You know, Hot Wheels track is not cheap. Maybe that's yeah. they just ran out of money. Yeah. Still, it is the world record. Have you ever been uh, beat with a Hot Wheels track? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. It hurts. Yeah, yeah it, it really hurts. <laughs> ever get your ass smacked with a Hot Wheels track? Is that a common? Uh, well. Well, I don't picture Tom play, playing with Hot Wheels. No, I don't. Either. I don't either. I'm sure you had slot cars. <laughs> you had mahogany race cars. I did not. My favorite toy was uh, the Erector set. Oh, oh of yes. course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You'd build stuff. Of course, you... in the commercial for Erector set, you know, the guy, the kid has built the Eiffel Tower and a plane that actually flies, you know. <laughs> this is Tom playing with the Erector set. All right, Jim, uh, we were going to want to build this here. I can imagine you just having a crew of like That's seven right. of your friends that you're overseeing a- and Amy. doing all the building, building for you. Yes. Amy, if you could do the Eiffel Tower and have it made by a manure. You're wearing your construction hat. The cake, yeah. the cake is due at 7.30, Amy. We're going to have some fun. Uh, in any event, uh, congratulations. Hey, uh, Pat. Yeah. Um, I know we got a song coming up. Uh, Why wait? New one. Uh, um, I think Pat's busy over there working on various things. I'm ready to go. <laughs> He's ready to go. Okay, which, uh, which one do you want to do? Is that what you're going to do? Well, you just said you were ready to go. Well, let's go with that story from yesterday with the sign. Okay. With well, the what? There was a, you know the sign? There was, was a story oh, about yeah. a sign yesterday that... Uh, Oh yeah, we get these all the time. Where there's a fortunate name, a road has a a road has a name that uh, invites people to steal the signs, and uh, this happens all over the place. There'll be some funny road name. This should be filed under. What do you think was going to happen? Right, this was in Canada. They're going to rename Harry Dick Road because of thefts of road signs. According to the CBC, the road bears the name of Mr. Harry Dick. The Dick family has lived in a spot near Eganville for over a century. The township of Boncherie uh, Valley of confirmed. Boncherie Valley? Oh, I, thought said, I, I thought you said Boncherie. No. Well, I thought you said abortion. Well, that's an attractive township. Why did you hear out of that? Man, I, I clean your ears hear, out, dude. I did not hear that word. Rather unpleasant. <laughs> Walshare Valley confirmed the signs are stolen about four times a year despite efforts to deter thieves. 
So now they're finally considering changing the naming of the road. The family is not pleased. The township has gone to extremes like greasing the steel pole. They even put up a camera recently, but that was stolen as well. Their grandson has actually considered electrifying the pole with a solar panel. Now you're talking. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, that's the name of it. Harry Dick wrote. You have a tribute, Pat? A lot of folks do Steve Earle. They cover Steve Earle. Here's the frat boy's take on Steve Earle, okay? okay? Well, my name's Chad Von Winkleby. <laughs> oh, my daddy was a Fiji. I'm a legacy. <laughs> I have to get through Russian, survive the haze. Drunk as a Kennedy for seven days. Rode a Greyhound bus to Ontario. I'm on a mission from the frat. Don't you know? There's a sign that gets stolen about twice a year. Hand me a screwdriver, grab me a beer. It's real funny when you're 18 years old. Sign hangs on the frat now. Harry Road. <laughs> no student loans owed. Harry Road. <laughs> nice, nice tribute to the great Steve <laughs> Earle. Uh, well, did you see the sign? Have you actually seen it? No, I haven't. The cross street? No. Mike Hunt Highway. Mm. <laughs> really? Yeah, Mr. Hunt. Is the... <laughs> but that sign's not getting stolen? Just no. The just the Harry Dick one. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't Maybe one of the sororities will grab it. I, I, I doubt it. But uh, I'm sorry. We were going to return to the sports page with Chick McGee. Thank uh, you, Pat. I guess. Uh, here we go. Uh, Justin Fields uh, had a banner night. DJ Moore had 230 yards and three touchdowns, uh, mostly in the th- first three quarters. The Bears beaten up on the uh, Washington football team 40-20 to last night. Field matched his career high set last week with four touchdown passes. Chicago's win comes hours after the word that uh, Chicago Bear great Dick Butkus has passed away at the age of 80. He was at his home in uh, Malibu, California, and that reminded all of us that there are many NFL players who uh, went on to there I hadn't I forgot about all these guys and went on to become a, a TV and movie stars. What was he in? Well, first of all, you got Ed Marinero, you got Jim Brown. Uh, they're counting, oh, he makes a good sauce at it. They're counting uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. They're counting him as an NFL player. Or well, a college football player. They also count uh, Burt Reynolds, too, but he was Florida State uh, running right. back. But, uh, Terry Crews, I forget which, I think he did play for an NFL team, but yeah, I forget which, uh, which one. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, of course, Howie Long, Fred Dreyer, one of uh, Aces, uh, what he said was Hunter. Uh, Ed, Ed Marinero in the fabulous Hill Street Blues, Rosie Greer. Lord. Oh, and, and Rosie was, of course, famously in. I forget. The one with two heads. Remember this movie? Oh, The Man with Two Heads with Ray Milland. That's exactly right. It, it is some yes. of the uh, <laughs> worst special effects you've ever seen. One seen. of the greatest lines in cinematic history when Ray Milland wakes up and looks over and sees Rosie Greer has been added as his second head, Rosie's head, and he goes, is this some kind of a joke? <laughs> you know, you have to wonder how in much in debt Ray Milland was after distinguished <laughs> yeah, acting career to true. take that gig. He did not sign that great of a contract with the Lost Weekend, evidently. Uh, Lawrence Taylor acted. Uh, he was in uh, that Al Pacino movie. I forget the name. Black Sunday or uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, Jim Brown, of course. Bubba Smith. Fred Williamson. Uh, Hammer. Bill, Bill Goldberg. Uh, the wrestler. My favorite wrestler of all time. 
Uh, he played with the Falcons. Brian Bosworth, of course. He was in a couple of action movies, and he's now in Fanville. He's doing those commercials. Wait, Joe Namath was in, uh, was in CC and Company with Anne Margaret. Joe, Joe Namath. Oh, that uh, is another senator. They're counting really? John Matusak here, but he was in that movie that you won't that football movie that you will not forget ever. North Dallas Forty. Yes, great movie. Uh, Dan Marino. He was in. Um, something about Hill oh was Street? it eight no, no something yeah, was it something been... about no that's brett Favre was in something about mary dan yes. marino was in ace ventura dan wasn't marino he? was yeah. in ace ventura carl weathers uh, i think Rocky. he was a i think he was a, a raider i believe defensive yeah. back um oj simpson oh yeah he's, you remember oj he's yeah. terrific in uh terrific he says oh he's in that, remember the scene where he's in the bed and the bed falls up yeah what's the one where he goes he's trying to blurt out what they're they're searching for and he goes heroin and he goes that's going to be a mighty tall order no, or something that's when leslie nielsen yeah. comes to visit him in, in the hospital <laughs> and uh oj says heroin heroin frank and it, because he's found a ship that's full mm-hmm. of heroin and frank goes well that's a pretty tall order no <laughs> <laughs> And then they say, we're going to catch whoever did this to Nordberg. Uh, we're going to put every uh, officer we have at our disposal right after we go have some lunch. <laughs> so, uh, Alex Karras, was in, wasn't he in Webster? That's got to be one yep. of your favorite shows, too, right? It's awful. And, it was heartwarming. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Merlin Olson. Remember him, Father? Uh, he yeah, was uh, Downey or Michael was... Landon's uh, big time buddy. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Mark Harmon. Played for UCLA. I don't oh, think he's he even handsome. played for an NFL team, I don't think. Is he married to Pam Dauber? I yeah. think they are still married. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. So, uh, In any uh, event. Dick uh, Butkus just passing away. For some reason, the older I get, I can't say Dick Butkus. I can say Butkus, but I can't. if I put the dick in there, I have trouble, Tom. You have trouble when you put the dick in yeah, there? Yeah, Dick, Dick Butkus together. I can't. Well, you got to do the kiss first, then. You I have get to, the dick in there. Butkus, I can say that all day long. Remember the dog named Butkus? What was that from? Mm. It was in a movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hey, Butkus. How you doing? Was that Rocky? It was in Rocky. That's mm. exactly right. Okay, well, you gave it away, uh, but thank you very much. You're welcome. More sports and, and coming up. Butkus is like, um, like Dick Van Dyke. It's got two of them in there. You know what I mean? You've got your yeah yeah I do what, I do know what you mean yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what he means right? <laughs> oh I got oh, yeah, your dick yeah. you got your butt you got your butt. Uh, you got you're your gonna kiss yeah. Yeah. okay <laughs> uh, you know it's fall yes, and it uh, by all indications leaves are falling etc cetera, etc cetera. it also means that I have no time and if your life is anything like mine you have no time either and um, that's why Hello Fresh is going hello. Hey, pay attention for a second because I can save you a ton of time. Eating better, healthier food, of course, and HelloFresh, they'll do that for you. They'll help you by doing the grocery shopping, and then they uh, deliver the food to you. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. And it's not just the food. They've measured it. They've got it all set for you, and they have these great cards with pictures and everything showing you how to make it. And their specialty right now, the quick and easy options from HelloFresh. 15-minute meals. Some of these involve five minutes of prep. And then you pop it in the stove. This is really a no-brainer. Christy, what are you working on? Honey butter barbecue pork chops with mashed sweet Mm. potatoes and lemony green beans. What a perfect fall meal. It's six easy steps. You have everything on the table in 25 minutes. What a great deal. That looks delicious. And um, they've got everything, uh, 40 things to choose from at least every week. And you've got vegan stuff over here. You've got classic comfort food over there. Don't forget the HelloFresh Market. 
I'd like to mention the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Perfect for the season. See what I'm talking about. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50BTShow. Why 50? Because you get 50% off, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention free shipping. That's the key here. So the code is 50BTShow. HelloFresh.com slash 50BTShow. Eat better, eat healthier, save a bunch of money, less food waste, have some fun, and it's easy to do. HelloFresh.com slash 50BTShow. The fall is the time to try it. Coming back, we have the world's most inconvenient convenience store in the news. Have you ever seen this thing? It's amazing. And um, someone's upset because someone got naked in church. Uh, we'll find out what that's all about. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email. Bob and Tom at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. I like this background music. This is good. Who is this? Oh, this uh, the Late Show? Is that right? Who's this band playing? Hi, Tom. Welcome to the studio. <laughs> he, he has no idea what I've said. Yeah, you're asking who the the backup is. Some members of the Bob and Tom Band and Orchestra have it. Is fun. it's not the Late Show or something? No, it's not the Late Show. But okay. I love those guys. We'll no. get something up from them. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Jick. What I get for trying to talk to someone <laughs> who I'm working with on the radio. There's Jeff Oskay. Hello, sir. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Jeff Oskay is always here on Fridays with his famous segment, uh, News We Failed to Mention. Jeff is sitting in for Mr. Arnold today. Willie G. in Chicago, um, uh, hanging out. We'll be getting a Chicago report coming up in the next few days, certainly. Um, he'll be in studio again on Monday, I believe. couple things, Tom. A little housekeeping. Ready? Yep. Dear uh, people, I noticed that Josh Arnold not in the studio. Could it be that he had his emergency test feature disabled on his phone on Wednesday's test day, and now he's incarcerated in an undisclosed location in a cell somewhere? We want to know. That's Ron from LeClaire, Iowa, which means the Claire Iowa. Thank you much. (laughs) Um, Speaking of other states. um, We don't know where Josh is. uh, He's fishing, I told you. And we don't care. Uh, in the Ozarks, we have um, uh, a trip planned to Bowler, Wisconsin. This show will come to you Friday, November 17th from Bowler, from the North Star Mohican Casino Resort in Bowler. And um, we will be doing a couple of shows that evening. Can we set me up at a blackjack table and I'll just play blackjack all morning? Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Or until you run out of money. No, that you know how I look at casinos? It's like a big ATM. I'm just going to okay. pick up my money. Good. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to be doing a couple shows that evening and hope you can join us. The first show already sold out. Information, North Star Casino Resort slash entertainment. There will be some surprises. I can promise you that. And uh, we have some fun in the morning with Duke Tomato and the Power Trio and the Brass to Mouth Horns. We'll all be there. Tom and I will be hosting those comedy shows. And for those of you who have asked me many times, do you and Tom really hate each other? Are you just Are you just playing when you bicker? On the morning show, and well, you can you can come and judge for yourself, <laughs> okay, <that'd be> <laughs> now, whether uh, it's real or not. Uh, now, coming up in sports? Well, no, not coming up, Tom. It's a very special presentation today in sports history. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to believe it. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. Sixty-two years ago, Mister Ed crushed a home run against Sandy Koufax at Dodger Stadium um, back in, what year would that be? 1960, 62 years ago, it would be 60, 1961? 
Am I close? Yeah. Right around there. According to this, Ed smashed a home run against Sandy Koufax at Dodger Stadium. And as of today, Mr. Ed, as I'm reading this, Tom, Mr. Ed <laughs> remains the only horse to ever hit a home run off a Hall of Fame pitcher. <laughs> ah, and, and if you've ever seen this clip... It was an inside the park home run, I think. Yeah, because he slid into home, I think. Yeah, and when he slides, you you can just see this horse leg, a hoof, <laughs> and you know there's some guy with a stick and a horse leg just off. Yeah, and you and that begs the, the question: camera's point of view, how did they come up with the horse's leg and all sorts of questions? Yeah, you ask yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. best not to. Uh, yeah, but he slides into yeah. home. And, and if you're not face. familiar with Mr. Ed, Mr. Ed was a talking horse, hilarious. <laughs> of course, of course. And the the beauty of the show was that Ed. The horse only talked with Wilbur. To Wilbur. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a Michigan J. Frog. Where they, the, so he, if Wilbur would go, hey, this horse just told me, then the horse would just look up like, what? And not say anything. Very, very good premise. <laughs> a, just a fine, fine show. And he had a hit song. He did? Pretty Little Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty Little Philly. <laughs> well, geez, that's Mr. not good. Mr. Wow. Ed had a hit song? Yeah. Dean? <laughs> oh, Dean. I want to hear you the, sing the, it. The day Ace? Dean jumped. Yeah. Dean just got Dean a gun, is gun really permit. happy with you right now. Huh. I had no yeah, idea. I'm surprised okay. they didn't have, uh, I'm looking at the clip right now, that the stadium wouldn't have been packed to see a horse hit off Sandy Koufax. There wasn't think. anybody there. Well, you know, the, the <laughs> cost of extras would be. Here, here we go. Um, this is. Uh, is this Mr. Ed? This is Mr. Ed. Hit? Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds like Mr. Ed musical. Got to date a little when the moon is on the trail with the cutest triple gator, my pretty little filly with the ponytail. <laughs> Horse singing. Got a bag of oats to call with. Hey, I'll bring her by the bale. Want to share a double stall with the pretty little filly with the bony tail. Now, notice it's a double stall. Uh-huh. So even in the early 60s, even horses couldn't sleep in the same bed. Mr. Right. Ed's voice was uh, Alan Rocky Lane, a former B-movie cowboy star. And Mr. Ed's name, darn. of course, was not Mr. Ed. Was it like Haymarket or something? Uh, uh, close. Bamboo Harvester. That's it. Was uh, Mr. Ed's a, name. Yeah. Great show. I love that show. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's him. one of the only, only interesting things today in history. Boy, the rest of the stuff, really uncomfortable. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. 1927, the original The Jazz Singer was released. Oh, Lord. Yeah, problematic, that one. I have no son. No, not, not the not, one with no, Neil not, Diamond. Not Neil Diamond and Olivier. Ah, Papa. The, the, the Al, Al Jolson one. <laughs> Al, Al Jolson, early on the cancel list, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Wait, early. Yeah, probably number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with, with good reason, I think. <laughs> Wasn't that his catchphrase, you ain't seen nothing yet, or something like that? I, right? I'm not sure what I... I'm just getting started, or something I, like whatever. that. Whatever, right. just that one. Uh, uh, coming up in sports, we yeah, have... Yeah, that's, that's a, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, we'll come back. Okay, we have cancel. <laughs> Cannibalism in the news, oddly oh, enough. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, a little update on the president's dog. A very unusual. I know you're a big zoo person, Christy. A very unusual giraffe story. Yeah, I saw this. And uh, whatever your religious affiliations, uh, very few religions want you to be naked in their house of worship. Well. Um, there's a guy they're looking for. We'll find out about uh, Mr. Naked at church. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. 
Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Catch any part of the show you missed later today on our YouTube channel. Hello and welcome to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. I like this music too. You're on a roll this morning. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. There's Jeff Oske. Yes, sir. Josh Arnold no longer with us. There's Ace Cosby. I'll miss him. He's fishing. Huh? Oh, I heard wrong then. I thought he quit. I'm Chick McGee, and here's (laughs) Tom Griswold. Josh is in the Ozarks in a fishing tournament. What'd you say? One of six hundred teams. Yeah, they're uh, they're. It's a huge tournament. They're uh, big money out there with his brother and uh, going for the bass, the big bass. What's the prize? Can we say? I think. It, I mean, it's a hundred thousand. Yeah, it could be uh, a lot of money. What? Very it's good. super what, expensive. Yeah. Uh, once again, Tom, uh, me and Josh would love for you to sponsor a Bob and Tom boat, and we will let you name it the Bass to Mouth, and we will uh, go out and. Uh, uh, come in last place in your honor ever <laughs> once a month maybe no come on buy us a boat Tom we'll see in the meantime uh, coming up we're going to have a great guest comedian Paul Morris he was very very good and we have some sporting news from Chick McGee across the hall there across the hall well you didn't hear about your new office <laughs> I had an office here for a brief shining moment and you uh Put the kibosh on that. So we got room. For, you can have an office now. You can have a whole wing. Yeah. <laughs> a father-daughter team. Boy, this is a record. Stinks on ice, man. A father-daughter team from France have broken the Guinness World Record for the largest GPS drawing by a bicycle. <laughs> huh? All right. Now, see, the good news is it's not a penis. Go ahead and explain. Well, usually uh, these things, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Usually these things, it'll be some, a couple of pilots and they'll fly a special pattern and with GPS, they can do a drawing. And in this case, it's a, a little more um, uh, wholesome, ple- pleasant and wholesome. Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Frederic and Matilda, French name. Traveled a distance of 1,343 miles on a tandem bicycle to create an image of a heart. Aww. Their successful attempt beats the previous record of 637-mile-long dinosaur. <laughs> what? This is my job. The pair also raised more than 27000 for charity. Well, that's good. There you go. 27,000 uh, francs, yeah. which is just over tw- uh, $12. Oh. <laughs> no, that was, I believe, in dollars. It's um, it's kind of pleasant. It's a big giant heart. Um, they look like a nice, you know, and, and it's a tandem bike. So I think that's. A bicycle built for two? Yeah. yeah. But, and I'm guessing the father was in front because I have a tandem. You know this, Chris. Yes. You've got a really nice tandem. And uh, I'm guessing Dad was in front, so his daughter Aww. could his daughter could be in the back on her cell phone most of the time. Oh, <laughs> hands man. off the hands off the handlebars, just uh, sort of half ass pedaling. It's okay, Daddy. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, but she how it was what how many miles? Uh, over thirteen hundred. Yeah, she's sitting downwind from her dad. That's not fair. Plus, her battery's going to go dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to get the solar powered. So you're suggesting that dad's uh, farting and she's asking. I mean, most dads do, I would think. You're and when you're exercising, it tends to... Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's a nice thing, and it was all for charity. So congratulations to this sweet 
mother-daughter combination. Or father-daughter combination. Thank you very much. Daddy-daughter. And that's sports. That's sports? Okay. Yes. Um, And can we review your picks for the shoe-in? I I guess we can, if you want. Once again, we're foregoing the... Not keeping track. Seasonal record. It's a whole new day here on the shoe-in of the week. I lost last (laughs) night. If you were keeping track, it'd be 10 and 21 on the season. I had Washington minus the six last night. Yes, I don't know what I was thinking. I broke a bunch of rules by picking Washington, and uh, I didn't double shock a pick this week, and all sorts of things. Trying to get, trying to get right, Tom. Trying to get my mind right. Well, you can take one of your bets and multiply it. No, I don't think so. Uh, Rams <laughs> plus four uh, against the Eagles. Buffalo minus six over there in uh, London against the Jaguars. Uh, the Lions minus nine at home against Carolina and San Francisco. To uh, just sit and wait and be patient, uh, and Dak Prescott will throw you the ball. You 49ers defensive players, I like San Francisco minus three on Sunday night football. So far this season, the game of the year, uh, Sunday night between uh, Dallas and San Francisco. Really? So there's your... And no Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift could be... I thought in Minnesota, Minnesota this week. Didn't he have ask her not to come to the game? Is that correct? uh, Chiefs and Vikings, which is a rematch of Super Bowl four, I think. Chiefs and the Vikings. Matriculate on down the field there, Lenny. Let's go, baby. Pop it in there. Now, uh, I want to congratulate once again. That's dead on for Hank Strand. Once again, John Casey from Pittsburgh, Kansas, the winner of week four of our pigskin pick'em competition, and he won himself the Big Green Egg Minimax, got got uh, all 16 games correct last week. Now, we have just started week five. You can still plop yourself down and enter. Go to bobandtom.com slash contest. You can adjust your picks uh, pre-game, of course. Um, examine what's happening and be part of it. As you like to say, get involved. Get involved! You could be the winner, once again, of the Big Green Egg Mini Max, just like Josh Casey or Ms. Alex Virgil, or Mr. Craig Joseph. You don't have to have two first names to win, though. Our first winner was Mike Fullington. So once again, bobandtom.com slash contest. Interesting story yesterday. Um, if you're planning a weekend of romance, fellas, take note. Scientists in Turkey have uh, discovered what they're calling definitive evidence of the existence of the elusive G-spot I thought we'd already discovered that. Well, perhaps um, this is definitive. They're, evidence. they're way behind over in. Turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, this is a, this is a, from the European Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology and Reproductive Biology. Yeah, it's the cover of this month's issue. I thought they didn't fry turkey in Turkey. What is it? Uh, no, no, that's not right. Uh, now, um, <laughs> Josh, uh, is Josh not here. isn't here. <laughs> Uh, I wish he was because I wanted to ask him this, Pat. Yes, sir. I'll ask you this. All right, I could be a good backup. Do you, you know, know, I'm a familiar. I'm a, I'm, I'm a familiar with a G spot too. You know. <laughs> do you know what the G stands for? I do not. Uh, gra- gra- I always get it confused. G R A Grafenberg. Very good. Are you wow. sure that's not the Zeppelin? Graf- no, no, Isn't no. there a Grafenberg Zeppelin? No, no. We had a joke band. I know there's a Hindenburg. We had a joke band. <laughs> What was it? Um, a Grafenberg steamroller, right? Yes, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Grafenberg steamroller. That's right. <laughs> Would you do Christmas? Christmas songs or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think the, Gra- um, the, the so-called uh, Grafenberg spot. Boob job for Christmas, I think, is uh, yeah, Grafenberg was, was, um, <laughs> was Grafenberg a guy? I think he invented the Zeppelin. I think. Um, oh, no, that was okay. a different fellow. Is that a different fellow? <laughs> I mean, it would be somewhat odd if it were. In any event, um, 
they have been searching for years and now they found it. So Grafenberg Bellas spots. this weekend, the pressure's on. Ernst Grafenberg, German phys- physician and scientist. There you go. Okay, uh, so it was a fellow. Everybody's different. With he, the developed, he developed the IUD, Tom. Did he? That's what it says here. Oh. Is that the test when you're driving drunk? No. Yes. yes. If you're yeah. really drunk, yes. You're blowing it backwards. The- <laughs> <laughs> Ernst, Ernst Grafenberg. Now the, uh, oh, I know. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, Dean. Uh, uh, the Grafenberg Steamroller Band. Um, I forgot their. Um, their. I forgot their hit. This is classic. This is this is a story song. Okay. About a true uh, person, mm. a true a true mascot, ladies and gentlemen, and it explains itself as it goes. <laughs> In a faraway land near St. John's lies the rugged seaport of Dildo, Newfoundland. Dildo, deeply penetrating the eastern coast of Canada, is known far and wide as the birthplace of legendary seaman Captain Dildo. (laughs) Captain Dildo is his name, the sailor we've all heard about in some exotic port. He's always pulling in and out, he's laid down a code to which he subscribes. Spreading peace and love and giving us good vibes. Captain Dildo, Captain Dildo, Captain Dildo, Captain Dildo, yo ho! Look, there's Captain Dildo heading out to sea. Gosh, I wish I was going with him. You will someday. And remember what they say. You can take a woman out of dildo, but you can't take the dildo out of a woman. (laughs) He sails the seven seas, a purple helmet on his head. He's legendary for the many tales that he has spread. Who needs a mortal man? Why become annoyed? Call on Captain Dildo. He will fill the void. Captain Dildo. Captain Dildo. Captain Dildo. And as long as Captain Dildo's around, there will always be a little dildo in all of us. Thank you very much. That is the true story. of Captain, Captain Dildo is the actual mascot of Dildo Days mm-hmm. in Dildo, Newfoundland. It's a real place. You can look it up. Usually at uh, the end of August. The Zeppelin um, um, was not developed by... Um, by Ernst Grafenberg, Doctor Grafenberg, but it is known as the Graf Zeppelin, hmm. and uh, once again, that band is uh, known as Grafenberg Steamroller. Uh, of course, so oh, that's right. The, the first Zeppelin was made out of graf paper. Uh, yeah. Close, Ferdinand von Zeppelin, hmm. and um, of course, that ended up with the unfortunate. <laughs> you know, I feel like there was a listener out there yelling at their radio, "Hey, stupid!" They named it Zeppelin because the guy invented it. Name was Zeppelin. I can just—I yes. feel that. And then who knew that there'd be a great band called Led Zeppelin? Yeah, who knew? Uh, and uh, a, not a, Mr. A, and Zeppelin. A, and a perfume called Ode to Humanity. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, how are you fixed for home security uh, systems? Smells, smells like a smells like a, a burning human. Uh, oh. Oh, you oh, know, boy. your compound is uh, left alone this time of year. As uh, schedules start uh, heating up, you got to get to the uh, school for a, a program or a, a choir concert or perhaps a, a Broadway play <laughs> there at your local high school. Uh, you can have twenty four seven live guard protection with Simply Safe. It's designed to help stop crime in real time. Never leave your home alone again. Uh, now, if an in- 
intruder breaks into your house, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them through Simply Safe's new smart alarm wireless indoor camera, stopping them in their tracks. 24/7 lifeguard protection made possible by the new smart alarm wireless indoor camera available with fast protect monitoring plan. It's the only indoor security camera that can trigger the alarm and instantly deter intruders with a built-in siren. Install your way like I did, do it yourself in about 30 minutes or you can have a Simply Safe expert set your system up for you. Either way, it's easy to protect your home. And for a limited time, get 20% off your new system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Visit simplysafetom.com for all the deets. That's simplysafetom.com. Remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you very much. Coming up in the news, we have uh, grasshoppers eating the marijuana crops. Well, why not? Uh, it's causing some pretty serious issues. Uh, we have um, a monkey on the loose that has been caught, and an unusual story involving uh, giraffes uh, in the news and the United States Customs Service. It's all coming up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Jeff Hoske. That's right. Josh Arnold uh, in a fishing tournament on uh, vacation, I guess. There's Ace Cosby. I'm Chick McGee. And here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. We have um, uh, Josh, as you mentioned, out fishing. Uh Um, Willie out doing a little touring up in Chicago. And uh, Pat's got his guitar over there. Pat's going to be our headliner for a big show at the North Star Casino Resort. Uh, coming up in uh, in Bowler, Wisconsin, on November seventeenth, uh, we'll give you some details about that. We're going to be actually doing this show from there live early in the morning with Duke Tomato and the Power Trio. The brass to mouth horn should be fun. Every time you say North Star, I want to say Motor Lodge because of uh, Tim Wilson. And- uh, I'll, I'll make it easy. The North Star Mohican Casino Resort in Bowler, Wisconsin. There you go. Uh, outside of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Hope to see you there. Should be fun. Details, by the way, are at North Star Casino Resort slash entertainment. Coming up, of course, the Ace Cosby joke of the day. Comedian Paul Morrissey will be joining us. But right now we have Christy Lee Red over there. She's at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Remember yesterday we talked about the boy band in Japan well, called the, G-Pop? The man band, right? Yes, they're all over the age of 65. G-Pop, a play on the Japanese word Ohanisan, which translates to old man. We didn't have any music at the time, but this morning, Tom did his homework and is bringing us a little sample of some G-pop for us. So these guys are um, uh, older than the typical boy band. Yeah, they're all over the age of 65. The video I saw, they are dressed in white suits, they had white hats, and they have very colorful scarves, and they choreograph their dancing. And They have uh, matching life alert yeah. necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen, and I can't get up. Yes. And uh, they're called uh, the Back Pain Boys. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. This is their sound. 60, 70, 80. this Japanese? I was young. Oh. Oh, oh well, it's as, about as melodic as a Ugh. pinball 60s. machine. I would, <laughs> yeah, that was their... I would pay more not to hear that <laughs> than to purchase it. That was their hit. I was young. That was a hit? Mm-hmm. Aren't some of the new kids in their 50s by now? Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. 
No. Wow. I, um, well, that's fine. You mean the boy bands from here? Or, yeah. Yeah. Like NSYNC and... Uh, and there was yeah, a rumor they were going to reunite yeah. for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The G uh, the G pop band is described by their record label as ordinary grandpas usually working as fishermen. I would believe that after hearing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too old to be entertaining. As singers, they're, they're great fishermen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cute little video. Catchy. They're doing some uh, some cover tunes like Hip Breaker. Um yeah. a lot of hooks. AARP in the USA. Well, these are all classics. <laughs> Uh, wow. Okay, well. <laughs> hey, did you say AARP in the USA? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's right. <laughs> Love that song. Right. <laughs> I feel like taking meds. <laughs> um, these are all, all big hits for these guys. Instinct may be the better uh, name for them. Uh, what else have you got over there? Officials in Bali are searching for a tourist who was seen meditating naked at a Hindu temple. A video circulating on social media shows a man sitting with his eyes closed in front of a shrine his unmentionables covered by greenery. The viral video enraged some Balinese social media users who called on officials to investigate the matter. According to the New York Post, authorities have identified the man in the video but have not released his name or nationality. I mean, if... if I have a feeling unmentioned... it's Tanner from uh, San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I would think this happens more often. Yeah, I think that would be kind of a holy thing well, to do yeah i'd be concerned about bugs crawling up my ass correct <clears throat> thank you ace um oh, have, you, have you seen the show naked and afraid it would creep um, you out no, I, so they take a man and they take a woman and they bring them out to the middle of let's say a desert and uh they've never met before they strip completely naked and they meet and then they have to live together for 30 days completely naked uh, with nothing at all and eat bugs or whatever they can catch. But the entire time, they're just being swarmed by bugs. They're covered in bug crawling bites. Crawling up and in and around. And Do they this have- uh, further illustrates how difficult it is to write episodic television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do they have food? No, no. They have to uh, kill their own food. Do they have shelter? Uh, no. They it's have all, it's to all blurred it. out, right? The parts, uh, the parts? Uh, you get to see it's a lot of butts. Oh yeah, gotcha. And uh, side boob, but uh, no. Where does one find naked and afraid? Uh, a- I want to say Ace would know. He knows my apartment. I want to say discovery. Now, what's the one? Yeah. The, what's the Pat, one? Did, did you say you my hear? apartment? Where would you find naked and afraid? <laughs> my, my apartment <laughs> is what he said. That's true. <laughs> many many nights. This is a hostage situation. Not gonna let no, that no, one no, Okay. Now, wander around. Chicken like talked about the show on Max. Naked oh. Attraction. The Naked Attraction is the game show. What is it? Yes. there. You choose a uh, a date. Uh, the, the person you're choosing is totally naked. Hey. And you're doing the choosing, you're naked. There was a show on VH1 a few years back called Dating Naked, where you met on the beach, stripped down, and dated. And that was pixelated. But it got canceled because some girl in the first season said it wasn't pixelated enough and started to sue. Oh, oh God. When you sign up for that, don't you kind of know what you're getting yeah, in for? Exactly. I think. I would think so. Okay. Naked dating pretty maybe, much says it in the, the title. Sharon Stone thing where she didn't know. You know. Yeah. We get emails every day now about naked attraction where people can't stop watching it. It's, it's really disturbing when your girls tell you that. Hey, and mom, once, have you seen this show? And once again, don't 
Don't just start watching it, especially if you have a decent television. <laughs> <laughs> do they show the dangler? Oh, oh yeah. Boy, do, do they. they show yes. the dangler? Oh, they're like six close. of them in these big cubes, and they're all and lit And then up. they have a close-up, and on uh-huh. a 75-inch high-definition television, it's at uncut, it's frightening. Some of them are uncut, Tom. Oh, well, you know, whatever you're into is okay. Those are hideous. They look like aliens. So do the people chat so they get to know each other sure, before they... Sure, eventually. The end, yeah. They get yeah. to the talking. Now, are they identified by, is there like a, I'd like to talk to... There's person a person uh, in block B, or do you, do you there, have to each each? Uh, it's a color like yellow, pink, red, blue, whatever it is. I see. So it, should we say goodbye to Mr. Yellow? Yeah. So is it is it like one man and four women, or is it like the like the show The Bachelor? A woman or? is picking um, a gent, a, uh-huh. a gentleman. Okay, and how many did you have to choose from? That's all I stuck around. Uh, I, I stuck around for the first. Yeah, I, show did, I did one about episode. Ten too. minutes, and yeah, um, I did the whole thing. I did not. Uh, I have not watched anything, but. Uh, it's okay. that, that was enough to I complete. Yeah, you got the whole show. <laughs> I cannot. My my TV's built for uh, watching NFL football, football. not watching Balls. naked men 75 inches large in my living room. How old are the gents? Uh, 30, 40. Yeah. 20s, 30s. Yeah, 20s, 30s. Okay, okay. It's on Max and if you want to check it out. Have you ever one. seen, have you ever gotten a close look? Have you ever really examined which what, what this show forces oh, you boy, to do? Yeah. An uncut uh, gentleman? No, I've never yes, had, I a, know. had occasion yeah. to. Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> you mean on the show? Yeah. Wait have you seen one in the wild? No, I've seen one in the show. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, there was one in the high, in, in the locker room on the football team, but I'd rather not. Okay. All right. Well, thank I didn't you. Get very, I didn't get as close to it as on my television. <laughs> <in> my <living. laughs> would have been would have been would have been awkward. I'm guessing. You know what a close up is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. I'll have to. Ch- what's what channel is it on? Max. Okay. Um, and, oh, that's the former HBO. Yeah. Stop saying that. They get mad when you say that. You mean like when they say X, formerly Twitter? What, can, right. Does anyone understand branding anymore? Hey, you've got one of the great brands out there, HBO. One of the originals. Let's change the name and confuse everybody. Uh, we have some new words added to the dictionary, and uh, we went over a couple of these. Um, I want to see if you can get a couple of these, Mr. Oske. All right. Riz, R-I-Z-Z. Riz. I've never heard this used this way. But can you a, use it in a sentence for me? Is it a noun or a verb? Or um, That guy, he's got a lot of riz going. The chicks yeah. love him. Uh, uh, it's short for charisma. Okay. Oh, okay. I have, That's never uh, been used slang. ever. Slang, yeah. yeah. Um, bingo card. That's where you uh, get together, and often in a church. <laughs> in a game, yeah. And they call numbers. Uh, and... The example they give is Taylor Swift becoming the talk of the NFL wasn't on my bingo card. Oh, oh okay, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, it's kind of like uh, they have a bingo card for for the show here. Like every yes. time you say hello, dare. People take a shot uh, or right. mark off their bingo card. Yeah, but, yeah, but this this is sort of um, something that wasn't expected. Oh, that wasn't on my bingo card. Uh, in other words, uh, you, you weren't thinking that was going to happen. Again, I've never heard anyone say that. Um, goated. Uh, that uh, greatest of all yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean goated? That's what it says. It's been, goated. Uh, an adjective like. Um, he was. He was goated. He like knighted. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about this one. I have never heard this. Uh, smishing. Yeah, we did talk about that. The practice that. of sending text messages to someone in order to trick the person into revealing personal or confidential information, which can be used for criminal purposes. Yeah. I 
That happens to elderly people a lot. This is where they get the announcement saying we're going to cut off your electricity mm-hmm. and call this number and right. get there. Right. Okay. Or your Netflix account's going to be shut down or you have an Amazon package or, you know. Okay. Jorts? Oh, everybody knows what jorts are. I wouldn't have known this. Jean shorts? I know what jarts are. Yeah. Jarts are those darts you heave in the air and they tend to go through the skulls of people <laughs> playing the game. Yeah. Jorts, yeah, you're right. Denim shorts. Jean shorts, sure. That's just now being put in the dictionary? Yeah. Had you heard that before? Yeah. yeah. For years. Yeah. How about this one? A thirst trap? Oh, that's when you uh, post a picture uh, that will get a lot of uh, likes and comments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, that's kind of an odd phrase. But yeah, it's a, a selfie typically for the purpose of attracting attention or desire. Also, someone or something that attracts attention or strong desire. Um, doom scroll. Doom scroll. Uh, to spend huh. excessive time online scrolling. Um, and then getting depressed about it? Nerdle. Uh, uh, someone who likes to play Wordle. Yeah. A nerd who likes Wordle? No. Uh, a plastic pellet. What? Uh, what? Raw material from which plastic products are manufactured. I, I, I don't know who would. Why would you ever use Nerdle? I don't know. And then Zuz, Z-H-U-Z-H. Zuz, perhaps? I don't know. I don't know what this means. Um, it says a, a small improvement or something that uh, completes the overall look. Hmm. So, uh, and these are in the dictionary. Yeah, now. these are in the yeah Merriam-Webster dictionary. You'd zoos up. Oh, he looked okay, but then he zoozed up by putting that tie on. I feel like I'm doing an Al Jackson segment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, those, come those on. Those are just a handful of the new yeah. words that are out there. We return the microphone to Christy Lee. A uh, scenic area in China's Hunan province is home to the world's most inconvenient convenience store. It's a small wooden hut perched on the side of a vertical cliff more than 120 yards above the ground. Visitors navigate up the cliff using iron handrails, horizontal ladders, and fixed cables. The store used to be a rock-climbing hut where climbers could rest midway through their ascent up the cliff. However, a few years ago, it was converted into this very unusual convenience store that provides visitors with free water, as well as mooncake sodas and juices mm, for a price. Yeah. I think the price would be you made it. Yeah. <laughs> the markup on that. The yeah. hundred grand bar is actually a hundred grand. Yeah. That's what they charge it. And if you missed that the shop and drop, yes. <laughs> that would be. I don't see you eating a moon, a moon pie, a moon cake. You know what a moon pie is? Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a, 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 uh-huh. a pastry made primarily of plastic and uh, moon pie. No. I don't know. No. I don't Marshmallow know. and, uh, and graham cracker, cracker with a chocolate coating and on top. Sometimes banana. No, yeah. I don't. Banana moon. I don't pie. eat stuff. Yeah. I've never <laughs> seen a moon pie. Are they round? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're round. You don't see them very often. I haven't seen. I don't think they're as popular as see. I can no have a case here in two hours. <laughs> um, I bet you no. you can do it in an hour. You have a uh, moon story coming up. I know, right, Christine? I, yeah. You said you you plugged it yesterday. Some kind of moon. Something. How did that happen? The uh, the human ass and moon. Who 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 came up with that? Uh, well, I mean, it's a simile. Typically roundish and okay. Uh, oh, and that pops white. out at night. Moonlight. Oh, moon People. bathing. Yes, we do have that coming. Well, up. give me the teaser on moon bathing. Yeah, coming up if um, well, oh. if you have very sensitive skin and you can't, let's say, sunbathe. Maybe you can moon bathe. We'll talk about that coming up. 
I'm skeptical. <laughs> All right. You're always skeptical, my friend. Well, the moon tan, golden earring, right? It sounds excessively, excessively dumb. All right. Um, now, to cheer you up right now, I thought we would once again feature our, our Weimaraner our friend from Australia uh, playing a solo on the cardboard from a... The uh, cardboard tube from a uh, paper towel. Here, here we roll. go. <laughs> there he is. Who's this now? This is Gus from Australia. He's a good boy. He's a Weimaraner, and his owner knows Gus wants to play the paper towel tube when he jumps up on the couch and sits like a good boy, and he gives him the paper towel tube, <laughs> this, and he starts playing. This sounded like Pat when he got in his car the other day after a five-hour car ride. Oh. <laughs> Made about the same. <laughs> and there's also a golden retriever out there who plays a whistle. Somebody sent me that earlier today. I didn't have the... But if you want to find it's Gus, the Weimaraner yeah. in Australia, if you want to see it, it's, it's classic. it's really him playing the paper yeah, tube. Yeah, that, that really is him. Uh, also, earlier we had a re- this report. And we have an update on the monkey on the loose. The monkey's been captured. Is that correct? That is correct. The mon- monkey was captured. But has not been returned to his house, No, right? he's currently housed in the Indianapolis Zoo, and we're going to decide what they do with him later, I guess. I don't and know the monkey's gonna... name is? Momo. 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 Well, thank you, Phil. Uh, just a touch of Phil Collins uh, expressing right. his fun, fondness, nice. for the, <laughs> fondness for the monkey. Anyways, but right now, I'll urge you to enter our contest. This is officially week five in the NFL, and uh, we have had four winners already. You could be the winner next week. What, and what's the uh, contest called? It's called the Pigskin Pick'em. Mommy's little piggy. <laughs> You, um, and uh, obviously, uh, no? a lot of people probably off to a tough start. Yes, it's a rough year. Because the uh, the Chicago Bears, after being... Uh, Hadn't won for 347 days, Tom. Won last night, big time. Yeah, and um, 20 uh, over another NFL You can still team. enter bobandtom.com slash contest, and you can adjust your picks prior to any game. And uh, last week's winner, Josh Casey, excuse me, Josh Casey of... Pittsburgh, Kansas, had all 16, 16 of 16. Um, Our previous winners have all had 15 of 16. So there's still hope out there for many of you. We'll see if someone gets them all. It could be you, and if you do get them, you get to uh, enjoy the beautiful Big Green Egg Mini Max, the Rolls-Royce of cooking devices. One more thing, we are going to be on the road doing this show once again from uh, Bowler, Wisconsin, a special live broadcast on the morning of November 17th. That's November 17th, excuse me. And uh, you can come and hang out with us. And then uh, two shows that night featuring Pat Godwin, Josh Arnold, Jeff Oskey, Willie G. I'll be there. Chick will be there. We have a couple surprises for you as well. And uh, the first show already sold out. Second show added information at North Star Casino Resort slash entertainment. We hope you can join us. Uh, by the way, the uh, morning show, anybody can come. And uh, hang out if you want, and it'll be fun. We'll have uh, Duke Tomato and the Power Trio and the Brass to Mouth Horns. Coming right back, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Get a look at today's show on our YouTube channel. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's the one, the only Jeff Oske. Let's do this, baby. There we go. We're starting again. Josh Arnold is uh, off fishing. fishing. A fishing weekend. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom. Thank you very much, Chick McGee. Coming up, uh, comedian Paul Morrissey will be joining us. Certainly looking forward to talking to not Paul. Mo- not Morrissey Morrissey. No. 
The I singer? Could, I could not tell you a Morrissey song. I couldn't either. Um, um, what's that one with the... He's kind of a What brooding, is now? Is kind yeah, of kind of a brooding guy. Gets, gets a lot of press. Is he British? Was he in The Replacements? Yeah. Or the, Smiths. Yeah. the Smiths. The Smiths. Yeah. The Smiths, yeah. What is now, I think, is the hit. And he, he walked off. He walked out of a show after one song last year. Apparently very moody. But uh, that's <laughs> not our what? guest. You see, now you're... You know. Confusing. Yeah, 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 well, we There's nothing I dislike more than someone who's moody. <laughs> <laughs> then you better put. Oh, right. You're you, not supposed to laugh that hard. You better put the mirror down. Oh, um, and you have a song called "Heaven Knows I'm Miserable." You know you're going to be okay. Uh, comedian Paul Morrissey, not Morrissey, will be our guest. We'll, we'll see about that. Uh, excellent basketball player, uh, kind of a legend in the world of sports. I think he's. The, uh, Paul is the uh, comedian that we think of the most, and forget forget his name the most. I think. Um, okay. Hands down. Uh, I, I, we'll look forward to remembering him when he's in here in a matter of moments. Oh, in you the know meantime, that guy who's really good at basketball? doesn't look like he is. And, uh, we have uh, Christy Lee with a story. I have not heard this. Something about moon tan? Moon bathing. Okay, sorry. It's a practice of exposing yourself to the light of the moon in an effort to drink in the cooling lunar energy. So what lunatic... Uh, does this uh well this is according to yogapedia tom oh of course <laughs> that's where i got all my medical information uh, well now this there's is, a yogapedia yeah apparently the practice of moonbathing believed to be beneficial for hypertension rashes hives and various inflammatory conditions really Moonbathing is an ancient practice. You saw, you are just scoffing at this before you even know. And it uh, definitely cultivates with a connection with the moon. It's practiced among cultures in India, China, Egypt, and Arabia. Any place where they've developed a flush toilet practices? Most often, moonbathing is done in places where the moon is in full view. Well, yeah, it's hard to moonbathe when there's no moonlight i would think and of course they suggest taking a walk in the moonlight or lying on a blanket under the moon similar to sunbathing at least for five minutes or you don't get the benefits this sounds to me like something some guy thought up hey baby i got a blanket there's a full moon we're gonna go out and take all our clothes off <laughs> no no it's cool it's cool yeah, this is saying, no this is not. this is what the ancient egyptians did this is this is moon bathing oh look I have a huge erection. <laughs> it is suggested that to fully capture the uh, cyclical creation and revealing power of the moon, it's best to bathe every two to three days or at least once a week. Yeah, it's important to quack like a duck when you're doing this. Also. <laughs> yeah, that's my understanding. Pat's waving his arms. What's happening, Pat? Oh, I just is stretching, but I could do something for you. Okay. Well, it's a hell of a night for a moon bath with the man in the moon on your face. I guess this. I know you did yesterday. <laughs> it's like sunning your taint in the cool grass. Yeah! Our new fat is taking its place. Well, the lunar cycles are sinking. Depending on your time of the month. Yeah. Are you a Virgo? That's what I'm thinking. I'm a Capricorn. I've only done this once. You know the magic mushrooms. Oh, will make you giggle and blush. And the full Moonlight's gonna shine on your tush. I'm nuts. <laughs> Can we strip down all nude and get some moon on the bus? <laughs> I want a moon bath. <laughs> I want a moon bath. Can I do how? Whoa, well, yeah. 
I'm nuts. All you have to do is stand or sit in the light of the moon and absorb the light for five or more minutes and make it romantic. Bring some water with you to absorb the lunar frequency. Yeah, yes. oh, don't you mean by water you mean vodka? Probably. No, yeah. well, that probably yeah. wouldn't hurt. I have an ex who uh, moon babes. Oh yeah, yeah. She, I, and to let you know uh, where she's at, she uh, sent me a text the other day letting me know the uh, that the uh, alert system for yes. the uh, female was going to uh, set off all of our. Uh, <laughs> All, all of our vaccination shots. Oh, uh, that yeah, was going to yeah, be yeah. the tone sure. that uh, that set that off right. to take control of us. Oh. So. Wow, nut job. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, oh. she dated me. No, oh, there <laughs> you go. So I'm, I was trying to dig up another different, uh, another story about moon bath. No, I was trying to find the one about um, about uh, taint. The guy that was sunbathing, the actor that was sunbathing his parody. Yeah, Josh Brolin. Yeah, yeah Josh yeah. Brolin was. He'd read this idiot. Whatever Twitter nonsense about shooting your, uh, or I mean, uh, uh-huh. sp- spreading your legs out for the sun, and he, of course, got terribly sunburned. And but I, and so I typed in perineum, and, I, and this story came up: a man who bruised his perineum in a moped accident had to endure a nine-day erection as a result. Oh, the uh, this is in the uh, the days. case reports urology journal. The 35-year-old man fell off his moped and bruised the area between his genitals and his anus, according yeah. to the case reports. Um, he was classified as having a grade 4 erection. By the way, it's a Roman numeral. Uh, that, by the way, is the highest level on the erection hardness score. Whoa, 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 does, whoa. does anybody... I'd never, I've never heard of this. The erection hardness score. Can you buy T-shirts for this thing? <laughs> Have you, has anybody heard of this? I have I not. Know, I don't think so. A grade four erection. That means obviously there must be a grade three, a grade two, is a grade one. Is that what that thing over there is? Could yes, be. It is actually. That might be. We have a device in the room. Um, that, what is that uh, for? Is that for? Uh, that's a, a drug. You're supposed rep, right? to show, yeah, grade. to your doctor. There's, there's uh, four finger-like. Um, vertical shafts in there and uh they're of different um stiffnesses is that correct and yeah. a, stiffnesses yeah. yes and apparently you what that is used by i guess urologist to uh from uh here from floppy to stiff okay if you will. they're they're four they're about four inches long so we'll touch the fourth one. And no, the that's one, way too big. See, yeah. the, the one, the one in the extreme. Extre- I like what you're doing with the first one. The one in the extreme <laughs> left, left <laughs> rather floppy. I think that would be grade one. Okay, then you go I up. Flung. It's a little stiffer. Grade two. A little stiffer. It's a little stiffer. Oh, what about four? Th- this, one, this one's got enough... Uh, Enough oomph, um, oomph power. That'll get the job done. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Christy um, says rigidity. Rigidity. That would be it. This, this one's got enough rigidity. With a, with a little effort, you could probably get this baby, you know, to perform. Yeah. This one. You could drive a nail in yeah, this right? baby. This is what they, this, these, these call them RDC. That must be grade mm-hmm. four right there. It's got to be. Raging diamond cutter. Yeah, this, this this thing is almost no flex at all. So in any event, um, while I was searching for that other thing, I found this. But I was not aware of that. Uh, I love the fact that it's in Roman numerals. Uh, well, Jerry, you got a, 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 grade, a grade four on the erection hardness scale. Congratulations. How are you feeling? Well, the worst part is he couldn't even uh, have any drinks for for the pain. 
No. After falling off his moped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Thirty-five-year-old guy in a moped. Prob- yeah. Probably a DUI. Most likely in a program. <laughs> but yeah, they he could not get rid of the erection for nine days. Mm. Well, when you think about it, though, uh, Jeff Oski, didn't you tell me you had a four-year erection? You called it high school. <laughs> yeah. oh, boy, yes, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. The erection hardness scale. Good to know that it's out there. Um, now, when we come back, we're going to hang out with comedian Paul Morrissey, and we have a couple cool requests coming up, as well as uh, the Vikings are in the news and an unusual uh, giraffe feces story Mm -hmm. in the news. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Just got to get a hold of us? Call, fax, mail, or email. Get all the contact information you need at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. Jess Hooker at Josh Arnold's slot. Hello. Ladies, how are you? Good, thank you. Good. There's... (laughs) Pat Godwin in the performance room. Chick McGee. There's Josh Arnold uh, on vacation out of uh, fishing bank somewhere. Choke you all. There's Jeff Oscar. Uh, Jeff. I thought I I thought I covered. There's Ace Cosby. <laughs> hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Don't with worry. our, our special guest. Tom's called you Josh about six times today. That's okay. I'm just <laughs> glad just, to be just here. twice. Uh, yeah, that one time you said Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> That was my favorite one. Okay, our next, I'm so excited. Award-winning comedian in the studio. We're we're joined by comedian Paul Morrissey. Not to be confused with the the brooding singer Morrissey. Uh, I don't think I'd know a Morrissey song if you played one. I don't think you know the Smiths, though. I don't think I would. Really? How soon is it? Maybe Paul Morrissey can sing one. No, he's a comedian. And uh, Paul, it's always a great pleasure to see you. And Paul has a new project out there. It's a uh, collection of his stand-up comedy called Ice Cream and Everything, or Ice Cream Versus Everything? Ice Cream everything? Versus Everything, yeah. Okay, that sounds so, good. That yeah. Sounds good. Well, I, have... I firmly believe that, so. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite flavor? I will go uh, cookie dough. Uh, also, I've had, uh, <laughs> also, I, I had an ice cream flavor named after me, oh. which was, it was orange creamsicle infused with vodka. Which I didn't know they could do. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah, you and do so, at home. Uh, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and and who named this after you? Uh, it's in my hometown, Owego, New York. Ice cream works. Yeah, the hometown store. And so. aren't you kind of a basketball stud in your hometown? Uh, I I don't know if anybody remembers that. Everyone's retired. My dad was my coach, retired now. So isn't I your think- dad like in the Hall of Fame or something? He's a he he's a New York uh, Section Four Hall of Fame coach, uh, and uh, so yeah, you said Section Four. That is, it's, yeah, it's that's like, like Klinger, right? On Nash, you wanted a section four. Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, he he was a great coach. Uh, he was also a driver's ed teacher, which those guys don't really get to shine too much. But but his, his one great uh, story now is that his uh, prize student in driver's ed was Doug Hurley, first pilot on SpaceX. So how many times oh. did the driver's ed teachers get to brag about? Uh, Teaching an astronaut how to drive—that's cool. I, but you were a very good basketball player. Well, is that any relation? Is Doug Hurley the Hurley basketball family? Or? No, no, no. Okay, no, no, okay. no relation. No, no, relation. no basketball skills. He was a soccer player. So. But you have great basketball I, skills. I yeah, I was pretty pretty good. You know, I think uh, I I was talking about how Hoosiers was my favorite all time movie last time I was on right. the show, mm-hmm. and uh, someone from 
the Hoosier gym actually opened it up for me and set up a whole game for me to play. So I have you guys oh, to thank. Oh, that's, that's that. That is pretty cool. awesome. Great. Yeah. Did you, you win? What's that? Did you win? They got a bunch of high school kids, so they were in b- way better shape than me. But it was just fun to. Uh, they gave me a jersey and everything. So. And you played? Oh, cool. Did you? And you played college basketball? Yeah, I played uh, starting point guard at Binghamton University, and then also oh. Cortland State. I'm the uh, the all time three point percentage leader. 47%. Boy, there's always some crazy white guy hitting trays, <laughs> isn't there? Right? See, but that was back when you if you shot threes, you had to make them. If you if you shot two or three in a row and you didn't make them, you'd get benched. And now oh, yeah. you, you're oh. allowed to take 10 in a row and they're like, "Oh." <laughs> but back then, I remember there's a couple games I was like 4 for 4 and 6 for 6 and it was like, "I if you got to make if you made them, you got to keep shooting." So that was my philosophy. That's so. great. <laughs> Are you still do you still have the three uh I still like shooting around. It's a good, relaxing, like meditative thing. Uh, Especially if you're good at it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a muscle memory. I think it's like I don't I don't play piano or guitar or anything like that. But it's, it would seem like people who noodle on the guitar and the piano, it's it's relaxing for now, me. No, so. am I correct in saying you were asked to uh, be in the Washington Generals? <laughs> yeah, I had a couple buddies who did that, and. Uh, I still regret to this day not doing it. Um, I took basketball way too seriously. So I was like, and, and that's when I took the sports anchor job with ABC. But I had three friends that did it. My buddy Nate O'Neill that played at Colgate, he did it for a couple of years. And he said it combined my three favorite things, traveling the world, shooting three-pointers, and playing no defense. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Glotars. I saw him last year. I'll go see him again this year. He talks about him every year yeah, like it's, it's Christmas. Oh, it's really the best. It. <laughs> you ever seen the Harlem Glotars? Not live, no. Oh, you, they're the best. And they and they catch you every time with their tricks, don't they? Oh, I love them. <laughs> and they're the same tricks every year. Doesn't yeah, matter. They're great. You know, it's not always water in the bucket. And yeah. you're, you're Confetti just, in the purse, oh, whatever. Oh, they, they bring a ladder out yeah. on the court. Yeah, yeah. Last time yeah. I was there, they had an extension ladder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. Bound that's just poor officiating, yeah. right? <laughs> Am I right, right? <laughs> I mean, it, but, and, of course, the, the Washington Generals are the team that loses to them every game. Yeah, I think they actually, did they retire the team? is like I because I do I have a, a friend's dad who was also a coach and he played for them in the 60s and it was kind of during well, Meadowlark Lemon and uh yeah it must have been like I think it was during a down period where everyone was playing in the NBA and stuff like that and so they're trying to get attention and so all you want as a general is like one time to get to like take them down you know so like halftime they're like if you can take him tonight, take him. And he's like, we choked so bad. We lost by like 30. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that would have been quite an adventure. Uh, 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 Paul Morrissey did not play for the Washington Generals against the Harlem Globetrotters. Do you yeah. know Tom and I played uh, basketball in front of a uh, pretty full house, a uh, uh, charity situation? We Many had years photos. ago. Yes, and I was uh, making a break as much as I could at that <laughs> point for the bucket, and you <laughs> fouled me so hard. <laughs> Sir. I hit the ground. And it's everything you would expect. All I heard was the crowd go, oh. oh yikes. <laughs> it so was sorry. a dirty, dirty foul. My apologies. Uh, is your is your dad still with us? Is he? Uh... Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's retired in Florida. He plays a lot of golf now. He still shoots. He loves shooting. Uh, he, he shoots 103 fr- free throws a day. And uh, huh, really? he still likes shooting wow. shooting around. But uh, full court stuff, you got to put up at some point, you know. Now, if you had a free throw contest with your dad, who, who would win? He's still the best shooter in the family, I would say. Really? Yeah. 
and I, and I was pretty good. I think I had I had I led the nation at one point during during a season. Like I had a stretch of like forty in a row or something. Uh, but yeah, they, yeah, that's I I grew up in upstate New York. There's nothing else to do. So the, <laughs> the gym had heat, and we were inside. <laughs> I grew up on a farm, and I'm allergic to hay. So there's nothing, ah. no place to go. <laughs> wow, uh, Paul Morrissey is our guest. Uh, he's working with Tom Papa. I know you got a show. Tomorrow in Michigan City at the is it the Blue Chip Casino? Blue I believe. Chip Casino, yeah, that'll be good. Are you guys on tour? Or is this a just a couple shows? J- just uh, this weekend, and then uh, we do uh, uh, Phoenix and Thousand Oaks in a couple weeks. Uh, so th- yeah, just fun uh, theater weekend gigs with dear pals. So it's it's now. Um, good. Are you a married guy, single guy? What's happening? I am single. Uh, I don't know if that's. I don't know why I said that like it's a reality show. I am single, naked, and uh, what was the one you were talking about? The naked attraction. Naked and funny. How about oh, that? Oh yeah. Well, you, you've obviously showered with a lot of men. Uh, <laughs> Have you seen the Naked Attraction game show? No, I haven't yet. They're totally naked all yep. the time, man. Is that the one with the boxes? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And boxes you, and the other things, too. I, I, had not, I had not anticipated a man's genitals on my 75-inch high-definition television. Yeah. So, until... so they're standing in this giant box, and they start lifting the curtain. Yes. And... and it lifts from the bottom up. So yes. first you see their feet, and then their calves. And Just then, like... Yeah. And then they stop I mean, at the waist. As a, as a culture and a society, what's left? And then when they make I mean, it, is there going to be a show with an optically correct penis entering a woman? And they now oh, finally we go inside. I easy, mean, what's big fella? No, what's left? I'm seriously. <laughs> but then they make uh, the, the woman makes an elimination, and uh, she poops. <laughs> no, yes, craps right on stage. <laughs> well, that's an attraction. They that get, is, they get rid I, do not, of, I do not want to watch this. They get rid of such and such, and um, yeah, just based on he so, comes. He j- comes out. Did you see this? He comes out and they they get him dressed, and then he leaves dressed, and you go, oh, that's what he looks like with clothes. So, yeah. wait, so does <laughs> does crazy. the woman eliminate this person before even seeing their face? Yes, yes. some of yes. them. Yeah, some just based them. on their male yeah, members, yes. then they come out. Yeah. Yes, yes. So their she male- can like hit a buzzer at any time in the uh, point no, of the- no, there's no, no buzzer, but the the host will go. Okay, well, I guess it's time to make our first elimination. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, they crap on stage. And no, they're, they and they're incredibly kind. Their comments too. You know, they're not yeah. a little nasty. No, they're not. So well, it'll be. You don't want it's them very to be nasty. So, so it'll be. Well, it's it's small but well shaped. Chick's <laughs> right. It's a I'm British even, show. I'm well, not even sure that's the best way to judge someone. Right? It's not like you're in performance mode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what, if it, what if it goes into performance mode? No. 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 Well, I can't imagine if anybody was. Oh. Are they allowed to do any, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking Fluffing? for? Pre gaming? <laughs> yeah. Fluffing no. would be the term. No, but they, uh, didn't they like do something? And no Charlie Chaplin. You can't, you can't, you can't swing it around. It around. Okay. No. Didn't <laughs> the guy tense up his abs at some point? Or yes. Something? He I did a little did ripple that. thing. Oh, yeah. Has anybody yeah. been thrown out and you just hear him yell, I'm a grower, not a shower. I'm no. a grower. <laughs> Leave me alone. Do, do they get to speak to these people or is it strictly no. based on the visual? No. no. I Once again, I only watched like the first 10 minutes. I was surprised. It's all I could take. I could. I had no idea what to expect, and I didn't expect what I saw. But Pat, you watched the whole episode, right? I did. Yeah, on IMAX. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It was my home TV. You know, it uh, I, one's good enough for me. Yeah, it was really interesting, though. In what way? It was. It was wild that they just reverse the dating process and they go with the physical. Yeah. Get out of the way. And the last date is actually pretty cool. They're talking like it's a normal date. I guess you have nothing left to hide, right. do you? Yeah. I mean, the, the person, there's no nerves. The person who gets eliminated, do they actually 
get to see the face. Yes, they do come out mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, and say hi. I like the old dating yeah. game. They come out and, yeah. Okay, well, um, uh, we'll get back to our guest in a few minutes. Uh, he is Paul Morrissey, comedian. We'll find out what's going on in your life. Um, are you using the the dating apps? Are you out there? Or are you? Uh... Uh, yeah, I mean, Tinder is kind of the sleazy one now. There's nobody uses that anymore. It's just all fake pictures, mm. and everyone uses the same sentence. All the women use this sentence. I don't know if you you see it. It says, uh, "I'm fluent in sarcasm." He he. <laughs> oh my goodness! I've seen that. And then and uh. I, I write. I'm a comedian, so I was like, "Oh, that's so cool that you're fluent in sarcasm." And she's like. Really? I was like, nah, I was being sarcastic. Both <laughs> <laughs> for one, I think. Not as fluent as you thought. <laughs> but I, I think uh, I think this my strategy, I want to meet a girl on LinkedIn. That's what I'm going to do. I want salary history. I there you go. A, <laughs> I want to meet a CEO. I think that's a better plan. <laughs> right now, I want to talk to you about enjoying this show with those great earbuds in your face. Raycon, everyday earbuds. They're the best. You know what time it is. That's time right. Is it? It's Raycon's birthday. Oh. They're turning six years old. And in that time, Raycon's made a name for themselves in the premium audio space. Their everyday earbuds are known for delivering high-quality audio and thoughtful features like the 32-hour battery life. Perfect in-ear fit with those gorgeous gel tips. Uh, Seamless Bluetooth syncing, all-day wear, lasting comfort. All this at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon, of course, with the 78,000 five-star reviews. And this past year, they've expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. So needless to say, there is a lot to celebrate on the sixth birthday. To thank everyone who's shown them support in the past six years, Raycon is offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 40%. Celebrate Raycon turning six their biggest sale of the year going on now. Hurry to buyraycon.com slash Tom. Use the code BIRTHDAY to get 20 to 40% off site-wide. That's code BIRTHDAY at buyraycon.com slash Tom to score 20 to 40% off. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom. I remember something really interesting about our guest when we come back. I'm going to ask you about it. Um, it he's involves- the mo- I, I say he's the most talked about comedian that we talk about. And can't remember his name. That's not a compliment. I know it's not, but that's what he is. I'm sorry. Sorry, Paul. I'm sorry, Phil. That's no, what it's I Paul. Oh, was oh, it Paul? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. He's fault? Paul Morrissey. And, um, What's Morrissey Morrissey's first name? Uh, Jackass. I don't know. That's weird. Uh, well, uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Oh, hello, Chick. Hi there. I thought that was you. There's <laughs> Pat Godwin in the performance studio. Hey, Chick. How many songs this morning so far? Uh, I don't think I've done a one. Yeah. Oh, you have? What? You did Moon Bath and oh, didn't God, you do something else? Another one? Something else. Yeah. There's Jeff Oskay. That's right. There's so Ace. memorable, we forgot. Ace Cosby. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold with our special comedian guest. Thank you very much. Uh, he is a comedian, Paul Morrissey, on tour right now with Tom Papa. And uh, Paul is a uh, very fine basketball player, uh, of all things. I've, I've always thought, thought this was fascinating. And you have uh, the record for what, the the, the best three-point percentage? What is it again? Yeah, Cor- Cortland State, I, my percentage is still the best. I, I'm, they Everyone passes because everyone shoots like a thousand three-pointers now <laughs> but my percentage was uh is still up there so that i'm lucky but uh yeah i i mean you're overselling it now i've been doing comedy for 
20 years and I, I, I don't think I could do, I could play three on three right now, but I don't know if I could do a full court game. <laughs> uh, what's your percentage of three, three pointers when you're just on the court by yourself? Still pretty, pretty 100%. good. 100%. Yeah. He's by himself. He's not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed it. I'm not going to count, uh, not not count that one. Start <laughs> over now. Before you leave the court, do you have to make sure you make your last shot? Yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah, I, I, yeah. me too. <laughs> you too. Like Absolutely. he shoots basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I have a basketball at my son's house. I occasionally lower, I lower the, the basket, time lower the basket to eight yeah, feet. Your arm won't go there. up high yeah, enough you can't to shoot. shoot yeah, my, my ability to shoot has been mangled by a motorcycle <laughs> crash. The point is, uh, let's visit with our guest. Um, I'm trying to remember, last time you were here, Am I correct in saying you are an extraordinarily picky eater? Is it? Are you that guy? Uh, yeah. Yep. We remember. Uh, so I've never had an egg. Uh, That's it. And I've never had coffee, which is what blows people's minds even more. You wake up. Uh, Would you like an egg? I have two right here. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I have a nice iced coffee. Uh, <laughs> do they give you the willies? Eggs give you the willies? I've never. I mean, it's nothing that. Uh, it's not. Uh, I can look at them. It's not like a weird thing like that. But like when you ever walk into a room and you're like, oh, it smells like eggs. Is that yeah. a good thing? It's never good. Like it's always but bad. I didn't think. you grow up on a farm? Yeah. How'd you get away with not eating eggs? Never had an egg. Coffee is the one that bugs people more. Okay. And I've never had guacamole either, which living in California, that <laughs> people are oh, really you're missing out. Saving a lot yeah, of money. Guacamole's but good. I was, I was yeah. Even, <laughs> yeah, it's extra. I was even, we did a show in uh, in Long Island, and, uh, and Jerry Seinfeld invited us to his house after the show. And, you know, famous coffee drinker and tom papa was actually the guy who got him into coffee because he didn't drink it until he was like in his late 40s or 50s i think and so when i got to his house he's like do you want coffee and i was like you won't believe i've never had coffee and he's like well i wouldn't start with this stuff i i have like high test stuff now and i go that would be the best episode of comedians and cars you just call <laughs> me up you're like hey paul you want some coffee nope all right see you later <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what do you eat? Uh, I mean, I, I I I was just in Alaska. I had lobster and uh, king crab and all that kind of mm. stuff. I'm I'm getting more adventurous, but okay. I had to wait until I was thirty to eat rice. I will, I will say I rice. Was... <laughs> wow, I'm what? easing into it. I can save things for later in life. You know, I can remember when I was a kid. I didn't like rice because uh, it looked like. Um, Maggots. Like maggots. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah, I didn't care for it. I still don't like it. Look See, like that it. was one of our white trash meals, and you'd put sugar on it and butter. Sugar rice. Yep, sugar I rice. Who want some more sugar rice? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Tom, you want some sugar rice? Oh, I'm going to try it tonight. It sounds great. Rice <laughs> pudding. I am, I am a it texture It is like person. rice pudding, yeah. You're a what? I am a texture person, though. Anything that looks like it used to be food, I don't like. You know, like gravy just looks like melted meat to me. <laughs> You don't like gravy? No, or stuff. I can't think of anything <laughs> that hilarious. sounds better to me than melted meat. <laughs> Man, that brisket that just melts mm. in your mouth. Oh. Yeah. Oh. There's a certain weirdness factor to every comedian, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, this is this is I'm I'm all alone on this. This doesn't help my career. Only that the jokes, like the the worst thing I I've never I don't like soup. I I don't like people that smell like soup. I don't like people, <laughs> there are people that smell. Like I don't soup. like people with soup recipes or get excited. How do people smell like soup? Their bio smells like soup. No, it's a certain Campbell soup. I think potato soup. Yes, arm. It's an really? armpit. It's an armpit thing. Armpit issue. Also, so is this why you're still single? <laughs> yeah, it might be. If they try to feed me soup, yeah. I mean, it's the watered-down version of what you want to eat, you know? And they're like, what about chicken noodle soup? Don't you like chicken? I was like, yeah, I love chicken. I just never thought that dumping a bucket of hot water on top would make it taste better. <laughs> and, by the way, hot water, you're dipping chicken in it. You're just drinking chicken tea, which if you think about it that way, you guys are the weirdos, all right? Oh, okay, don't, don't chicken like tea. Paul Morrissey is our guest. Um, uh, have you always? Come- I'm sorry. Have you always been single? Is this a... No, no, no. I've uh, had girlfriends and uh, all that kind of stuff. But uh, did just, you ever live with one? Yes. Really? Yeah. Huge mistake, right? I I don't know. I never met her. <laughs> was it? Uh, was it just it a, in general, though? I I think keeping separate houses wasn't that Nicholas Cage's thing where he just. Uh, Lived in a different house than all his wives. I think I I will go that. Well, there are that people route. who do that. It works for well, some. <laughs> I wouldn't really cite someone who's been married multiple times. And didn't he marry Lisa Marie or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a little weird. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you look kind of like your dad. You mind if I sleep with you? Well, he was a huge Elvis fan. Yeah, uh, that's uh, super creepy. Yeah, I know a guy that broke up with his girlfriend because he met her dad and she looked just like her dad, and the whole it just completely freaked <laughs> Done. him out. Is that Seriously, right? I'm totally serious. You know what? You've done a lot of living, haven't you? Yeah, no, it wasn't me. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, no, no, I understand. I'm not kidding. I understand. This the woman was very attractive, but she you could tell immediately if you saw her and her dad. Oh, that's obviously his daughter. But he saw that and just completely freaked him out. Yeah, I think I think as you get older, the red flags uh, come at you sooner and sooner. So you can kind of like even within like ten seconds now, I'm like, nope. <laughs> no, that's no. quick. Just smell I'm that, sure they're smell the same neck. way. You know, yeah. <laughs> as soon as she brings the soup, I'm like, nope. How Does about, this uh, come out on the first date? Do you tell somebody, oh, hey? Uh, I mean, where I, do you go on a first date? Where do you, do you go take for somebody breakfast? for dinner? Yeah, what do you eat for breakfast? I'll go to like a nice steakhouse. No, I love restaurants. I've, okay. I've worked on a couple of food shows, so I, I, I like, I, I like. A lot of food, but then uh, there's just certain foods that I can't stand. Okay. You ever, have you ever been into a Starbucks? Uh, I've been into them, yeah. But, but you know. Your friends, you're drinking coffee, and you're just. Tom Pop is a huge coffee drinker. Like, he, he like, I'm a night owl also. I don't know if you guys are night owls, but he. No. He, <laughs> no. <laughs> he no. gets up in the morning, and the only reason he gets to sleep, he tells me, is because he knows the first thing he does when he wakes up, he gets coffee. So that's exciting. You were just talking about that. <laughs> that's me on the weekend. I just we had a new story about to that. Yeah? Yeah. But, you, yeah, the people really? who look, the only reason they get up is because they know they're going to get whatever, a donut or whatever it might be. I don't <laughs> drink coffee on the weekends. I only drink it here. Isn't that weird? Oh, I love it. Well, I can't. Really? Uh, I can't. Yeah. Well, I, I've tried all those sleep things. Like you know, I I I don't. I did the ambient thing once. That worked. Like to sleep for like a couple of days. You know, you've been <laughs> places. So I went to my doctor in California, and she was like, "You should try melatonin. It's organic. Your body makes it." Which she thought was going to relax me, but that just creeped me out more because I'm like, our, "If our body makes it, where do you guys get it from?" You know. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that I'm just picturing warehouses of people hanging upside down, oh. tubes coming out and being drained for their melatonin. Oh. 
<laughs> I have nightmares about that. So I don't, I don't know. I just stay up late and uh, don't drink coffee in the morning. But I seem to get by. Will know. you eat eggs in a cake? Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just not plain egg. Or eggs is like the centerpiece, or that I can smell it. Or <laughs> oh, okay. uh, no egg salad. No, no egg salad. Oh, it's delicious. No, it's no. Great. Oh, I love, love egg salad. Love Are you it. serious? Man, yeah, I love egg salad. Gas station egg salad. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gas Take a station. Yeah. Gas station tuna. Sure, you'll cramp up every now and then. But <laughs> our, our guest, our guest is up uh, is comedian Paul Morrissey. So your dad was a uh, famous college basketball coach, is that or high school? Uh, he he coached high school and uh, and junior college, uh, and uh, he also played at at Cortland State, the same uh, place that I played at. So, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so, what about your mom? What's she up to? She is running her thirtieth New York City Marathon. Wow! In November six, she's seventy six years old. Yeah. Wow! So. Uh, oh. What chick not impressed? No, nope. huh, I don't care. Yeah, that's like, yeah. no, that's amazing. That is <laughs> of course, amazing. Of course, it's amazing. he's like, did she win? I don't know. What are we <laughs> supposed to get excited? Yeah, what the hell? She, I mean... No, she's in her new age group now, seventy-five and up. Oh, okay. She won a Tiffany plate last year. Oh, oh. yeah. The, the age group is seventy-five to dead, which I feel is a little <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> oh wow! So I guess uh, yeah, that is just off. I guess even if you die during the race, you get a plate dropped on you, and it's kind of like. <laughs> I put a plate up on the coffin. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Yeah. And again, I, I, this is uh, no offense. I'm sure she's a tremendous athlete. I don't care for the plates. Yeah, I like, I know. you have had this uh, this thought for a long time. I like the cup. You yeah, know, America's Wim- cup. Wimbledon, I believe, uh, a plate? awards a plate. Yes, yes. I'm a little over the rings at this point. It feels like everyone gets a ring for something now. Ever mm-hmm. since, like, I don't know if it was Super Bowls that made it famous, but now, like, high school soccer. Kids get yep. like rings, like they won they the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, wow. football teams in high school. Yeah, all the high school kids now get a well, ring. Not, I mean, I, whatever. Give them some honor. I understand that. But Even I mean, the high school ring is stupid if you think about it. It's like proof for finishing. You, you know, you finish twelfth grade. Is that like to brag about? Remember, you oh, wear, you got a class ring. Yeah, you wear a class ring, and that's good for like a year. And then you get to college. Like we know that you graduated high school. Everyone did. That's why we're here. <laughs> Those, those Herf Jones folks are good salespeople. Yes, they are. We, we do, do, you have a, do you have a high school ring? You know I don't have a high school ring. <laughs> I hopped. pawned my... You hopped it? I pawned my high school class ring during the gold boom of the 80s. You, you remember, remember this What'd story? What'd you get for it? I forget. You bet on the generals? A hundred bucks or something. Yeah, something like that. Bucks. Something like hundred that. bucks. That's well, good. Gold then. I yeah. mean, it, I got it really 90 took, for it my really, wedding ring. It really took off. You got 90 for your wedding ring? <laughs> well, I paid two for it. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good then. Yeah. No, well, now, um, our guest is uh, uh, comedian Paul Morrissey. And um, Paul, I'm sure that uh, as a veteran, as you pointed out, veteran stand-up comedian, 20 years in comedy. Oh no! Um, uh, but also oh, as an athlete, no. you understand uh, the the, um, the various aspects of athletic pursuit, and even the finest athletes. For example, uh, Tiger Woods even took uh, lessons, golf lessons, even after he was uh, while while at his peak. Is this where we are? It's time now for a little comedy lesson for our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know you didn't know this was coming, but um, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, yes, Ace, it's Halloween season. You ever thought to yourself, why don't more ghosts do stand up comedy? 
Have I ever thought, why don't more ghosts do stand-up comedy? No, I haven't. Well, they're always getting booed. That was a zombie <laughs> joke of the day. I don't think that Paul? was written right. No. <laughs> that was hilarious. No, no, it doesn't work the way you wrote it, which right. I'm still right. waiting for your jokes yeah, for my segment. Yeah, he's kind of mad at you about that. <laughs> i got to do Halloween for Josh, see. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter that it's Halloween. The way you phrased it was What's wrong incorrect. With that? Okay. okay, correct it. Okay, say it again. Fix the joke, baby. Say it again. <laughs> Why don't more ghosts do stand-up comedy? And what's the answer? They're always getting booed. Boo. Okay, I can fix it. Okay, okay go ahead. I don't know if, you, if you're thinking the same thing. Why are ghosts bad audiences for comedy shows? Oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 because yeah. they're always... No, they're always no. A yeah. little, no? little tweak, a little tweak there. No, no, hey, I'm, I'm fixing a dead horse here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there it is. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, let's grab a quick news story out of Christy Lee. Um, well, a New Hampshire pilot is accused of stalking an upstate New York woman using his small plane. That's right. Authorities huh? in Vermont were notified that Michael Arnold was being investigated on suspicion of stalking the woman. Is it in is Schuylerville? Is that how you say that? I Do, think so. Yeah. yeah. He had been served with a temporary order of protection that specifically ordered he cease and desist from flying any and all aircraft while the order remains in effect. Bennington Police Chief Paul Duquette said they were able to determine Arnold was flying a single-engine Cessna 180 from the H. Morris State Airport in Vermont towards New York. The 65-year-old was charged with aggravated stalking, impeding, providing false information to a police officer, and resisting arrest. He had previously been accused in the past of flying his plane too low over a residential area while stalking his prey. That's so weird. How'd yeah. They, how'd they catch him? Is that the... Because it used to say... Remember they used to say uh, speeding and forced by aircraft? Yeah, You never yeah. saw him. Is this like the one police aircraft that like pulled him over in the <laughs> sky? <laughs> what are you up to? What does he that? expect to get from this? I don't understand. You know? I don't know. I mean, like, well, I mean, he can tell where she's going and whose house she's going. You know, yeah, he can he follow, can follow her, her car and stuff. Oh, jeez, is, is he it... dragging a message yeah. behind um, him? Yeah. <laughs> Marry me, Sylvia. Where uh, are you going? Skywriting yes. sky dick you. pic. Uh, a sign that says "I'm watching you." Uh, okay, oh, that seems very odd. I miss you. Yes, but they, they've come back. They've grounded the guy, so he'll be stalking her apparently. On a Greyhound. Uh, coming up in the news, Christy Lee, what do you got? Uh, coming up, we have giraffe feces in the news there in we a go. very weird way. It's really tall. <laughs> I would think it'd be flat. You yeah. know, dropping all that far. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> I, really... I don't think their butts are that Maybe high they crouch the down like a dog. Do you, you ever seen a giraffe? I know, but I don't think it. Not their butts aren't as high off the, but uh, what, off, off the ground don't, as their I think they faces have a, are. They have the highest butt of any land animal. Maybe what they the crouch pro- like a dog. That's not true. Giraffes have the highest butt of any land animal. Name one that's higher. Ooh. Um, Go ahead. No, no. Elephant? An elephant? Elephant's pretty far. Oh, that's pretty high. Yeah, but don't they shoot out? That's a hippo. Okay. And, uh, and the point is we have mammalian turds in the news in a oh, scientific way, and it involves U.S. customs. Right now, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you feel like your brain is uh, getting in its own way here? Sometimes you feel, um, you know what you should do, but you can't do it. Would it be good? It's a, The world is confusing. Put it that way. A lot of weird stuff on TV. Too many choices. 
This is uh, where you, uh, therapy can come in and be very helpful, and BetterHelp has a great idea, which is making therapy much more accessible. Here's how it works. Um, you fill out a brief questionnaire. You will get matched with a licensed therapist. This is all done online. And by the way, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. The therapy itself is also done online. The idea, of course, is convenience, flexibility, something that suits your schedule. And, of course, you can do it uh, like it was a Zoom call. You can do it like it was a phone call. You can do it um, texting back and forth. Whatever works for you, that's the key to this and the key to helping your own self. Make your brain your friend again with better help. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp.com slash B-T show. By the way, do it that way. Get 10% off your first month. Once again, it's BetterHelp.com slash B-T show to get on your way to being your best self. BetterHelp. And uh, by the way, this portion of the Bob and Tom Show brought to you by BetterHelp. Coming up, comedian Paul Morrissey. Also, in the news, oh, another song from Pat Godwin. In the news, um, are you a marijuana guy at all? Uh, Not no, it doesn't. It doesn't help me. It just uh, makes me more paranoid. I've done, only done comedy high once, and I was just obsessed with how close my lips were to the microphone the whole time. <laughs> I see. Probably didn't. Pro- pro- probably didn't it's, help. It's only funny to me. I, I see. Uh, we have uh, we have grasshoppers meet marijuana, and it's not good. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Reach us toll free at one eight 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 Bob Tom one or at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Jeff Oske. That's right, sir. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. Icon, gentlemen. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much. Uh, we're yeah, joined. We're special joined, guest. Yeah, we're joined by comedian Paul Morrissey. Hey. Um, and uh, Paul is on the road with Tom Papa right now. Uh, Tom is a fine comedian and an excellent uh, maker of bread. Has yes. a huge following um, in that world. Um, your sidelight, once again, basketball. I think I've been dwelling on that too much, and I apologize. <laughs> uh, probably the be- the best shooter we've had in the room, except perhaps Reggie Miller. Oh, um, yeah? No yeah. Larry Bird? Um, yeah, we've talked to Larry. Yeah. Do you compare your shooting to Larry's? Uh, no, I mean, he's much taller. I, I'm 5'9", he's 6'9", so I would, I would say it. And I looked like him when I was... A kid too, so there was a little bit of like. Oh yeah, hey, I, see, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're you're you have kind of a facial recognition. Yep. Yeah, uh, a diminutive Larry Bird. I, I was going to say yeah, a little shorter. I feel that wasn't flattering. All you guys at once are like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of height, uh, when I think of tall animals, of course I think of giraffes, and um, I'm a big fan. And we had a big giraffe story a couple months ago where there was a giraffe born that, did, uh, born that didn't have any spots. Yeah. I remember that story. Uh, but uh, this is a little bit different and very weird, I think. U.S. Customs agents stopped a plane passenger who was carrying giraffe feces into the country. The passenger returning from Kenya arrived at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport where she was selected for inspection by CBP agricultural specialists. The passenger declared the giraffe feces and stated she planned to make a necklace with the droppings. She also told agents she had in the past used moose feces at her home in Iowa. The box was seized, the excrement destroyed by steam sterilization. Um, what, why would you want, I don't understand. What, do you carve? Is giraffe feces extraordinarily hard? 
I am not familiar with my giraffe feces. The picture I saw, they look like big lumps of black coal. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, is that for your boyfriend? Uh, <laughs> a heartfelt gift. It's made of giraffe turds. Um, have we determined, am I correct in saying the giraffe has the highest... I don't think anybody really but did any research on that. I think, by gosh, we should get on this. Well, yeah. What's the problem, though, Elephants. with giraffes, Chick? Well, their necks is too long. That's the problem. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Way too long. We can agree on that, right? Yeah. Too much neck. They're gods of the state. I mean, uh... But I mean, who's giraffe feces for in a necklace? Wilma Flintstone? I Who'd want it? Does she have a tall neck? No, but I, I think mean, Audrey Hepburn is the uh, Wow, it just seems like such an odd thing to be doing. So it's not her feces is what they got to the bottom of. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's kind of an insult to say that you have giraffe feces, and she's like, no, it's just me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't oh, want well. that. Um, it, uh, and as it says, uh, that she's in the past used m- m- fecal material from a moose to create jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, there must be some process, I assume. that it's. I, I, if I was her teacher, I would say, don't be so creative. I would be the first person. <laughs> Dial it back a little. Yeah. yeah how do you know you can do that? Work like, at a factory. We have don't. some clay for you. Do you okay. string it together like you're doing garland for your Christmas tree? <laughs> oh, the, there you the go. Popcorn? I mean, how dry will it get? Wouldn't it just shatter, Shadoobie? I mean, wouldn't it just... <laughs> shatter? Like, shatter, yeah. Putting the shat in the shattered. Okay. Uh, what else you got, Christy? Cannabis farmers in Colorado are struggling to stop grasshoppers from eating their crops. Crowley County Cannabis Business Liaison Toby Alaba reports that the country's or counties rather outdoor cannabis output will be cut in half this year because of the grasshoppers. <laughs> John McIntosh, who runs Humble Farms with his son Ordway, told what a lovely name Ordway. I know, that right? Can't be right. O r d w a y, Ordway. That's barely a word, let alone let alone a name. Ordway, Ordway, get in here. 2023's above-average rains and increased vegetation have brought a biblical plague to cannabis farms this summer and fall. That's got to be awful. Olibaugh said, I know a few growers that planted 1,800 plants three days later, wiped out. It's too late to replant, and they don't have the money to wait until next year. He added, but the good news is, for those whose plants are still alive, the price may go up a little bit because, you know, supply and demand. Some growers are using chickens and turkeys to help protect their crops. Do they eat grasshoppers? They must. Oh, yeah. They'll eat anything. Yeah, you had chickens. Oh, yeah. They'll eat mice. What? Oh, that's the best part. Like, if one of them catches a mice, like, nine of them will come and just rip it to shreds, and they'll go running off. Do you still have chickens? Uh, no, uh, I uh, I got tired of uh, running an all-you-could-eat buffet for the neighborhood raccoons, so I stopped, <laughs> stopped that. And let me tell you something, the raccoons miss it. Okay. Yeah, I bet they, they do. do. I, well, I started trapping the raccoons, and I would drive them to this abandoned car lot and release them, but I moved like 19 raccoons, like there's more raccoon than chicken, so I finally oh. gave up. And All right. They're, thought, na- they're nasty, right? Oh, raccoons? raccoons? Oh, yeah. And uh, here's a little hint. If you are going to transport it and you put it in the trunk of your car, uh, they just pee everywhere. Oh. So, uh, yeah. 
I, th- I thought that was a mob hit. He's like, I, I was bringing him to an abandoned car lot and rough him up. I was, and when you let him go, like, you have to run the other way. You hope they don't. Oh, they're going to attach you? Oh, yeah, they'll come at you. Well, they should be grateful you dropped him off and didn't do something worse. Uh, no. So I throw him in a creek. Yeah. In the cage. Oh. Well, I know someone that did that. Why do you share stories like that? Truth hurts. You know, my mind plays tricks on me enough. (laughs) I don't need you putting wood on the fire, if you will. Sorry, no, that's rather common, I think. Um, I don't think that's common. That is is a weird thing about Colorado. They have animal, like I worked at, it was called La Junta, Colorado, which is like kind of, more east and uh they're like yeah uh this is our yearly tarantula migration so the highway is closed because there's so many tarantulas crossing i'm like i don't even want to do a show here yeah (laughs) i go i'm not staying in a hotel in this town when there's a tarantula migration do they have a sign on the side of the road yeah (laughs) with a tarantula on it yeah they close it down because it's so like there's videos of it it's terrifying and and uh, that'll keep you up, Chick. Holy <laughs> hell. Wow, What's okay. wrong with you people? <laughs> okay, well. Is it just once a year? I think so. Man. Hopefully. No, not now. Every night in my dreams yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I had a vacation ruined by the turtle thing. Oh, the loggerhead turtle. Yeah, yeah the sea turtles. They were they, dredging the shore. They closed the beach. Yeah. yeah. So that was. You didn't know till you got there? No, I didn't know until I got there. There was literally that the po- same... police tape blocking wow. the beach. Was that the same hotel that uh, had the, the pillows were full of uh, tennis balls? No, that was of... different. That, that was, was a different hotel. That was worth, but just as expensive. Okay. Uh, when we come, when we come okay. back, we're hanging out with comedian Paul Morrissey on tour. By the way, Saturday night, Tom Papa, Paul Morrissey, Blue Chip Casino, Michigan City. Paul's new project is entitled Ice Cream Versus Everything. I want to know more about that. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Add to or continue the conversation. Check out the Bob and Tom Show on Facebook. Get the link at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show at the news desk. It's Christy Lee. Oh, hey. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. He's got that uh, keyboard, got that guitar, got a microphone. Maybe a song this time. Sure. There's Jeff Oske. Oh, hi. Ace Cosby's here. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom with our special guest. He is comedian Paul Morrissey. Mr. Oske, by the way, uh, uh, your special segment, I assume, coming up? Is that Yeah, uh, next break. Okay, okay, very good. Uh, things we failed to mention in the news. Mr. Oske sitting in for Josh Arnold, who was fishing. He's in a fishing tournament. Um, our guest, Paul Morrissey, working with Tom Papa, doing a little mini tour. I know Saturday night... They'll be at the Blue Chip Casino in Michigan City for some great live stand-up. And um, we were talking a little about your life, and you have a new project out there. It's a recording of stand-up. And you did this where? Uh, it's called Ice Cream Versus Everything. It's a comedy album that uh, I recorded at the National Comedy Center in Jamestown, New York, which is uh, the birthplace of Lucille Ball. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's this $50 million museum. They have George Carlin's archives and Carl Reiner, Mel Brooks, everything. And it's uh, and they've always had the Lucille Ball uh, Museum. They do a, a festival every summer, but they have the Tropicana Room from the I Love Lucy show, the set. And so that's where oh, cool. I, I got to record the album. That there. is so, cool. Yeah. Oh, so we did four wow. shows there. Wow. And, uh, and, and so we put the album out in August, and it got to number three on the uh, iTunes chart. So I'm just trying to get people to to listen to it, however people do it now. Spotify, Apple Music, all that kind of stuff. Just go to paulhasawebsite.com. 
your website is Paul has Paul a has, has a website dot com. Yeah. Okay, easy to remember. Uh, and it's ice cream versus everything. And uh, I, we've established that you're a very picky eater. <laughs> yeah. You've never eaten an egg, but you do love ice cream. I do love ice cream. I, I my favorite is a Neapolitan, which is uh, if you don't know, Neapolitan is an sure. Italian word that means two good flavors, one disgusting one. Which one do you? Which one <laughs> which do you? Which one abandon? is your disgusting? You know what it is? No, strawberry. No, I know. No. It's a strawberry. One. Yeah, it not is. strawberry. You eat, you eat the chocolate disgusting. first or the vanilla? Vanilla. I'm old school vanilla. I, I like am that. too. My favorite flavor, vanilla. Yeah, and that's that's how you know Ben and Jerry didn't smoke weed one day because there is Ben and Jerry's vanilla. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so with Neapolitan, I can remember as a kid, yeah, it would always be the... Van Chalk Straw. Yeah, and then the strawberry would always be a freezer burned. Yeah. You'd open up the fridge and, oh, duh, It'd this be is like a hard rock pebble of strawberry in it and you just break your teeth on it. So. What's, what's your ice cream of choice, Christy? I liked the strawberry. Right now it's vanilla. Although I did, in your honor, have butter pecan the other day because you had mentioned it. Yeah, my mom used I'd, I'd never had it till last year. My mom used to always go, I'm going to try this in honor of my mother. Very good. Wow, I wish I'd known earlier. My favorite is English toffee, but you don't see it anymore. Jeffrey, what's yours? Uh, oh, I like a vanilla, but can we all agree that the banana split is too much? Too much, I agree. Too much everything? Yes. Oh, especially the, nothing is worse than that pineapple. Yeah, like the yeah. preserves that they dumped the, on the, the top. Why did they put pineapple on there? Who yeah. is still eating the banana split? Yeah, that's a weird one. It's overdoing it. It's like, um, you know, because I first, I knew I had a problem with ice cream when I, I went to a nutritionist for the first time, and they always just ask you what you ate that day and you always lied so you don't sound like a fat slob to this person so <laughs> she was like oh, what'd you have for lunch i was like i had a sandwich no mayonnaise no cheese she said, Look, what kind of bread did you use and i was like chocolate <laughs> what kind of sandwich i was like it's an ice cream sandwich <laughs> that's when i knew i had a problem i think i do love an ice cream sandwich but they do that that's another one that what? they overdo it with uh they'll use like full cookies and yeah yeah you just no. need like something that's like a little bit of flavor you don't just want a too traditional much sugar. ice cream sandwich you can make those at home I did. We did that once. Of course, it's you did. Just Let like, me ask you something. How much you think an ice cream sandwich costs? Oh no, it's prepackaged in the box. Oh, it's a disaster. Store. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes a lot of time. It costs. A lot. It's like when the quarter of a million dollars. Sometimes we'll do the home, we'll do the pizzas at home. Yeah. Or oh, I'll yeah. go and I'll buy the I'll buy the pizza dough. Sometimes you make the pizza dough from scratch. So you're talking hours of activity. You've just spent forty bucks in the materials. You could have bought a delightful pizza for under twenty. Oh yeah. But it's the it's the it's the uh, it's the journey, Chuck. So when you made the ice cream sandwiches at home from scratch, did you make them with cookies or did you make them with the traditional? There's an ice cream. Uh, it's a kit to make that oh, chocolatey okay. bread, right? And they come. It comes out real thin. Like <laughs> it comes out real Just thin. Let him go. Yeah. Ask Tom Papa. He's a he's a baker. He'll know. Because I'm this. sure you are, you're better at it than Ben and Jerry. I'm positive. Yeah, well, then you just then depending to take the, take ice cream, and, right? And then chicken. I remember last summer that's really cool ice cream that we found uh, two summers ago, rather. That was uh, that that they had some really they like peanut butter and, and jelly. Bring ice it to cream. your house. Send it to your house or remember something. That stuff. Oh, it was that? Delicious, delicious. Oh, well, yeah, those are the best flavors, like Buckeye or uh, what else? 
There's a butter pecan that they make that's crazy. It is fascinating. It's a great thing to like be known for because whenever you go to a town, people are always like, you got to try this flavor or that flavor. And we did a Cincinnati. They have a Grater's. Grater's, sure. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which their flavor is black raspberry chip, mm-hmm. which I don't know if they make that anywhere else. That's a, Good. That's a right. weird, yeah, chocolate chip with black raspberry is amazing, but it's it's like a regional thing. So I love finding those little Little so you become the ice cream guy? That's your thing? I would hope so. I think it's good. You know, It's like being, it used to be like being the weed guy. It's like, all right, everyone just brings you weed at a show. Like, uh, Yeah, but they can't throw ice cream at you because it'll be melty by the time you're done. Gotta bring a cooler <laughs> yeah. every gig. That's why I'm not the egg guy. That uh, would be the worst Yeah, that thing would be, be the worst. Yeah. I remember uh, we had a Cheech and Chong in here, and they were talking about the early days, and they would just get showered with joints, and they would actually smoke them. Yeah, and you think about the, I mean, today the the, the odds are, something's don't go gonna, down this road. Yeah, you don't <laughs> oh. want to be doing that. But uh, ice cream end See? up with a with a giraffe feces in there. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, that, that, oh, that that isn't that isn't cookie dough. That's no, giraffe no, giraffe no. poop, which was in the news earlier today. The album is called Ice Cream Versus Everything. So you talk about ice cream. Yeah, ice cream and all the food stuff. Yeah, it's over an hour. We just we did four shows, but this is basically the first full show. It was just it had all the energy and uh, like I said, the Tropicana room from I Love cool. Lucy. It was all this history. So, and I had like childhood friends that a lot of the stories that I talk about were there. So it was just like a really special weekend. So I'm glad we we captured it on. Uh, now, are you a sugar cone, waffle cone? I like sugar cones. Yeah, I'll go a sugar cone. That's not too much for me. Is it, what about you, Christy? I'm a bowl. I don't like cones. I don't want a cone. What? I know. I, I know. Cone. <laughs> yeah, sugar I don't like cone, waffle yeah. cones. It's too much, too. Yeah, I waffle agree. cones is too much, yeah. I think. What about you, Tom? I, I, I kind of like um, the sugar cone. I just like it in a bowl And I don't like itself. the ones dipped in chocolate with sprinkles on them. That's, yeah, that, they that's, really that's overdo it now. Yeah, that's, that's oh, like you a, that's mean like the, the waffle cone that yeah, they do that? Yeah. yeah. That's like the banana split. It's too much. Yeah. yeah, and they make the waffles. Have you ever been to one of those places where they make the waffle like in front of you yeah. and then like make it into a cone and then put ice cream in it and it's just like you're overdoing it. It's just going to melt. <laughs> Sure. When it gets to the, the but it does smell very good. It, I will give you that. Yeah, I think it captures people's imagination, but it's not ideal to like. Have you been to the place where they have the giant tanks? Oh yeah, the uh, the liquid nitrogen. Yeah, that's place. super cool yeah. and oh, delicious. My best, uh, my favorite place isn't open anymore, but in LA they used to have this Cafe One Hundred One. The they had these giant waffles for breakfast, but at night. When people were drunk, they would put a uh, brownie mix in them and just make a waffle brownie sundae, which oh. they would put a big thing of ice cream in it, and like four people would just go down. It was oh. the best thing I've ever had in my life. Why did that close? I don't know. <laughs> that, that sounds like genius. They should have franchised it. Um, right now, I can assure you that uh, Mr. McGee That's right. uh, will be drowning his sorrows today after his uh, beloved Washington Commanders. Oh, whatever they're called. Dropped it to... Um, the hapless Chicago Bears, not so right. hapless anymore. No, but you'll be sir. home enjoying your security. In the fetal position under my uh, uh, scrunchy blanket. That's right. Uh, chunky blanket. I'm sorry. Simply Safe Home Security is my home security. It could be yours, too. Uh, design it yourself. Do it yourself online. Uh, now at Simply Safe Home Security, they have a revolutionary 
Innovation, a 24-7 live guard protection designed to help stop crime in real time. Now, if an intruder breaks into your home, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them through Simply Safe's new smart alarm wireless indoor camera, stopping them in their tracks. 24-7 live guard protection made possible by the new smart alarm wireless indoor camera, available with the Fast Protect monitoring plan. It's the only indoor security camera that can trigger the alarm and instantly deter intruders with a built-in siren. Install your way, do it yourself in about 30 minutes like I did, or you can have a Simply Safe expert set it up for you. Either way, it's so easy to protect your home. For a limited time, get 20% off your new system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. All you have to do is visit simplysafetom.com. That's simplysafetom.com. Remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Coming up, news we failed to mention with Jeff Oskey plus comedian Paul Morrissey. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. Pat Godwin in the performance room. Big check. Still no songs. There's Jeff Oskey. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. He is comedian Paul Morrissey. Working with Tom Papa on the road. We'll get a song out of Pat in just a few minutes. But as you can see, we have another special guest in the studio. Um, he uh, is... Uh, oh, yeah, he's got the tie on. Got with the special, very, on. very oh, special yeah. tie. That's, yeah. that's really Look beautiful. That. Um, a gorgeous tie. It's, it's Jeff Oske. Uh, and right. uh, Jeff has a special segment uh, called uh, News We Fail to Mention. Jeff, take over. Uh, go ahead and cue my music, Tom. Um, okay, uh, let's go ahead. <laughs> uh, we give you a lot of the news each week, but we don't give you all the news, so I'm here to give you the news that we failed to mention. Here's Jeff Oske. A uh, truck spilled <laughs> lemons, lemons on the highway, causing a backup during the morning commute on a New Jersey highway. What you failed to mention, uh, when life gives you lemons, you better call your boss and tell him you're going to be late. <laughs> yeah, no? Okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, just just for the record, I'm not proud of any of these this week. <laughs> uh, I spent upwards of 12 minutes yesterday working on this. A 10-year-old girl from Malaysia set a new world record by arranging ch- a chessboard while blindfolded in a remarkable uh, 45.72 uh, seconds. What you failed to mention, I mean, at least that's what they told her. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. These aren't going to get better. Okay. Uh, a shirtless drunk suspect led police on a slow speed chase in a golf cart uh, down in Florida. What you failed to mention probably looked a lot like Jimmy Buffett's funeral procession. Shirtless drunks on golf carts. A tortoise that escaped from a vet was located uh, two miles away a week later. What you failed to mention if i've said it once i've said it a thousand times always air tag your tortoise people <laughs> it just makes good sense yeah i uh-huh. actually i uh i make each one of my kids swallow an apple air tag before they leave for school each morning do you yeah yeah i put an air tag on their bowl of apple jacks with all the weirdos i want to know where they're at That's right. uh josh is out fishing with his brother in a bass fishing tournament what you failed to mention uh those of you who watch us on the youtube they noticed uh that josh is looking great lately oh yeah he's dropped a lot of weight he's on this new i only eat what i catch fish diet (laughs) (laughs) 
if I was on it, I would have died last year. Uh, uh, this year so far, uh, I uh, I my fishing license was twenty two dollars. I'm now a dollar and twenty two cents uh, of fish worth. That's all I've caught. That's all you've caught. Yeah, I'm down around eighteen dollars. <laughs> fish. A uh, man in Florida was selling fake Viagra. What you failed to mention? Authorities were tipped off when the uh, warning on the side side of the box read if you experience an erection lasting longer than four hours you're one lucky son of a bitch (laughs) uh two tickets to ford's theater uh the night lincoln was shot just sold at auction for a whopping uh two hundred sixty two thousand dollars what you failed to mention uh one ticket to uh south trail cinema the night peewee got popped just sold at goodwill for seven bucks Okay. Let's I don't know if that was a mainstream up. movie that Pee Wee was popped at. I think that was a little. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. Oh, I thought. I think, that. That, I think it I was uh, one of those movies yeah. you can watch on the internet now. Oh. Now but... I don't. Uh, this one, I'm going to warn you. Uh, I don't really have. Uh, I. Uh, we'll try this. Okay. Uh, there's a nudist barter barber barter. There's a nudist barber shop where you can get your haircut in the buff by a nude barber. Well, you failed to mention. Um, all I have written down here is balls in the blue barbicide. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to balls get balls in the barbicide. Yeah, blue. in the blue barbicide. Blue barbicide. Lots of bees. Uh, okay. And finally, a man was caught kayaking with twenty-six pounds of cocaine. What you failed to mention? Huh? That guy proved me wrong. I never knew uh, kayakers could actually be cool. <laughs> I don't trust with people who drive with boats on their roofs or bikes on their bumpers. Uh, they're so. Look at me. I live an active lifestyle. I'm better. Okay. <laughs> and finally, uh, this oh, is from. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> you could have done that earlier. It would have helped. Uh, I'm doing a fine job. Don't this do is, that. Uh, this is from a listener. Uh, I feel like there should have been a, a paddling fast uh, joke in the cocaine. I kayak. thought of. I, I was. Yeah, he was paddling so fast. The, the, the kayak had a wake. Yeah, I, I tried something about passing the other boats. Yeah. I, tr- I I was with you. I, I sailed around the world. Yeah. yeah, water skiing behind the kayak. Oh, that would have been so much better. We should have workshopped this yesterday. Sorry. Uh, Christy, this is from yeah. a listener. Christy mentioned in regards to uh, several late night shows returning from the writer's strike that it is still unclear what is going on with Saturday Night Live. Uh, what you failed to mention, that has been the case since 1992. <laughs> uh, that's from Chris. That was the best joke of the day. Thanks, Ace. You do need my help. No, I needed everyone's help today. This has been Jeff Oskay. News you failed to mention. <laughs> Thank you very much. I like that out. Okay, I just Googled this. I'm looking at these Ford's Theater tickets. This is really pretty cool. Yeah? Yeah. It says Ford's Theater Friday, dress circle, and then it says section, and there's a blank spot. It's been filled in in pencil. And um, forge pencil. Uh, I could have done that yesterday. It looks like it's a. It's kind exactly. of a. It's sort of a flourishy, if that's a word, like handwriting. It looks like it's either seat forty-two or seat number two and seat number one. See, they uh, couldn't fake that. No. What was the convenience charge back then? Yeah. See, that's the problem. They, they, they sold. Chicken. They sold for what a couple hundred thousand bucks. Yeah. yeah the ticket master fee. <laughs> Does it have the face value on the ticket? Um. I don't no. think so. Although that's a fair question. 
Um, no, I, not this photograph. You can't see the whole ticket. It's taken at an angle. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow, wow, that's history. I wonder what the junior men's cost <laughs> in the lobby of Ford's Theater. It's still there, right? Ford's Theater. It's a museum, know. I think, right? I have no idea. You know me. I know nothing about well, history. Know, when I, well, yeah, I mean, it was there when I was there, and I, I was I pissed because we, we couldn't get seats in the splatter zone. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Gallagher show. <laughs> they reenact it. And, no. Uh, no? No? No splatter zone? No. 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 Bullets of the head comedy here? Okay. So sorry. <laughs> um, well, I'm, on that note... A new study reveals cannibalism was a common funeral ritual in Europe 15,000 years ago. Oh, sure. In Europe, sure. Yeah, while researchers previously found gnawed bones in human skulls that had been modified into cups. We had that story earlier. This new study suggests these were not isolated events. Experts at London's National History Museum reviewed studies to focus on 59 sites across Europe that date to the... Magdalene period, about 11,000 to 17,000 years ago, 15 of the sites showed evidence of cannibalism, such as chew marks on bones and bones broken in a way to extract marrow for nutrients. But how do they know it's not an animal? I don't know, Tom. I'm, just I'm not a scientist. Probably the bite marks. They okay, would be able to tell. tell how big the teeth are. Did they have, you well, they could tell the bones. Wouldn't they know if they were human or not? They would know. Well, they know right, if the bones are human, but the bite it. marks. I'm wondering oh. if it could have been a, some critter. But the, but the point is, it's as a funeral. That, what, what a weird way to go to a funeral. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's nice to go to and get the, you know, the egg salad and the jello, but... You know, do you really want? Well, I call this sloppy Joe. No, it's the decedent. The ritualistic <laughs> manipulation. The ritualistic manipulation of human remains suggests that cannibalism was a burial practice rather than supplement to their diet. The study authors note: instead of burying their dead, these people were eating them, adding that cannibalism was not simply practiced out of necessity. I guess they ran out of edamame. Wow. <laughs> Hmm. Yikes. Hmm. A different form of wake and bake. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you suppose they cooked them? Gee, I mean, these are all questions I don't ever no, want asking, to know the I answer mean, to. I guess they probably wouldn't couldn't tell from the... It was 15,000 years ago. Things are different, man. You don't get <laughs> Things it. were different. <laughs> probably healthier because they weren't... They weren't raised with too many antibiotics. <laughs> that's, that's terrifying. Can you imagine you go to a funeral and you eat the decedent? Wow. Now, talk about terrifying. This is modern day. Uh, Authorities are investigating the improper storage of human remains found at a Colorado funeral home that performs green burials without embalming chemicals or metal caskets. The investigation centers on the Return to Nature funeral home outside of Colorado Springs. Return to nature. The local sheriff's office said that it's working with state and federal officials on the investigation. Family members who used the funeral home were asked to contact the sheriff's office uh, that said they would release more details at a news conference later today. A woman who lives near the funeral home said yesterday she noticed a putrid smell. In the area in the recent weeks. Yikes. Yikes. Well, yeah. that actually reminds me of a story that we had earlier this week. And Pat, I think this leads to a song. Um, and I don't know if you've heard this story, Paul. This involves, um, you You might be aware of this because it's kind of, uh, it's northeast. Pennsylvania, there's a famous mummy called Stone Man Willie. Have you ever heard of Stone Man Willie? Because <laughs> no. you've heard of him, right, right Pat? Oh, yeah. 
Um, it's and a big the, story for a long time. Yeah, Stone Man Willie, uh, it's um, a mummified corpse, and it's been on display for 128 years. And uh, the story basically is um, this person, this was a real man, was uh, uh, apparently an alcoholic who, according to this news account, died of kidney failure in a local jail in 1895 after being arrested as a thief. The Almonds Funeral Home in Reading, Pennsylvania, said that at the time, in 1895, he was, quote, accidentally mummified by a mortician experimenting with new embalming techniques. Whoops. This guy's yeah. body was then placed in a casket. It's been on display ever since, um, uh, dressed in a suit uh, with a bow tie. Uh, but in any event, they apparently, after, recently, after examining various documents, have discovered who this person really was and they are going to give this person a proper burial in a local cemetery after all these years and there's a pretty gruesome photograph if you go online it's kind of creepy but his he's been known for years as stone man willie um and uh pat you have a tribute i do i know a man named stone man willie a mummified man, that's awful silly. He was jailed for being a fall-down drunk. They never buried him. Boy, he stunk. Mortician made experiments with embalming fluids and cements. <laughs> Poor alcoholic had many beers. Never got a grave for a hundred years. Man died. Man died. Man died. They never buried him. Crazy man died. Woo! Stone Man Willie. Right? Uh, again, Stone Man Willie to me sounds like a uh, a band at, at one of the music festivals. Hey, do you Stone Man Willie open for fish? And be one of those bands where there wasn't a guy named Willie. I thought that was going to end up being a Keith Richards joke when you were explaining it. Stoned <laughs> man, Willie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's now the Rolling Stones guitarist. Uh, it's really gruesome. And I don't know if today is the day they're going to release the... But they know who this guy actually was. But Really? Yeah, dead for quite a long time. What so. if it were uh, Zachary Taylor, former president of the United I, States? How about I doubt that? It. I doubt it. Okay. Rutherford B. <laughs> Hayes. Could be. Now, we learned the other day it was... Uh, was it the birthday of Chester A. Arthur? Yes, it was. Uh, and uh, Chester B. Arthur uh, would... <laughs> then there's Maud! <laughs> it would go on to become Maud years years later. I'm sorry. Uh, we have our guest in the studio. He is Paul Morrissey. We were talking off the air. I'm, I'm uh, going to be going to a haunted house tonight with the kids. A, a haunted house that's... Uh, Kid-friendly. Kid-friendly. Yeah. It's lights on, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it, it, to, to a certain degree, then right. it changes at a certain hour. Uh, your thoughts on the haunted house? Yeah, I mean, do you believe in ghosts? How many wackos do we have in the studio? <laughs> well, I, I, um, if, if Josh were here, I, Josh, Josh, I think we only have one. Josh and I kind of. Uh, Josh does. Oh. I kind of. Josh do. is yes. very big on yeah. ghosts. Yes. What What is like the closest thing you've gotten to like? feeling there's a presence or have you seen something no i haven't but i'm really into like ghost adventures and all those shows i love watching you just want to believe yeah 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 like so my my parents stay in this hotel in a where i grew up and it's on one of those ghost maps and mm -hmm. people actually 
the ghost hunters will come in and ask to take readings. And so I was there, and they're like, hey, can we take a reading in this chair where there's been sightings? And so my dad was like, how did you get into ghost hunting? And the girl was like, I, I, I was a, a biochemistry major at Cornell, and then I had a sighting, and so I got into ghost hunting. He's like, all right, biochemistry to ghost hunting, come on in, you know? <laughs> and she's like, all right, yeah, we can, we, I can see there's a strong presence in this chair. And my dad's like, can you also feel your parents' disappointment? Because I feel like <laughs> somebody lost about 80 grand in the biochemistry to ghost hunting thing. Uh, <laughs> so I just wonder, you're not going to make a career change, are you, Christy? No, no, God, no. Not at this age. I'm not going to yeah, go I chasing went to a, ghosts. A really terrifying. Adult a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah, they had all the presidential candidates from both parties. God, it was, it was, ter- it was terrifying. Is that right? <laughs> yes, it was scary. Okay. Speaking of the president, uh, did you hear about the president's dog? His uh, dog's in trouble. President Joe Biden's dog, Commander, has been removed from the White House <laughs> after it bit a number of staff members. We're on 11 or 12 at this point. Yep. The Bidens have sent the two-year-old German Shepherd to a, quote, Unknown location, wink, wink, nod, nod, while they look at... Oh, I haven't seen the dog for a while. The next steps for the presidential canine. Yeah. They've reported, I want to say, 11 bites. And and imagine how many many they haven't reported. Right, right. They had a trainer interviewed on one of the newscasts last night, and he said the, the biggest problem is that this is a man in power who has a dog that is misbehaving, but there's no one that's going to help because they are. How's that dog doing? Oh, he's great, sir. Great. They won't tell him. Yeah. Your, your dog's a menace. You need to have him trained. Well, and there's probably nobody spending all right. their time training the dog. They're like passing it off into somebody else. Or I'm sure he's been well trained. It's just he's a, apparently a one-man dog. Yeah. There was a quote from a, a Secret Service agent who said that if this had been anybody else's dog, they would have put it down already. Oh. Eleven mm. bites is that's, that's a lot, lot. Yeah. And, a, and a name like Commander, you know he's going to be really. Di- oh, sorry. <laughs> really, what? Stupid and awful. Well, the Commanders are the football team now, and uh, last night they were humiliated. <laughs> humiliated <laughs> by. Uh, but they are gentlemen Chicago after Bears. you, Chicago uh-huh. Bears. Right. This way, Speaking of the Bears, know. sad news in the world of sports: uh, the great Dick Butkus has passed away. Dick Butkus at his home in uh, Malibu, California. You know the uh, best linebacker in college. They give them the Butkus Award. Yeah. That's right. Same Butkus. Uh, I was going to add your uh, Matuzak, John Matuzak, who was in uh, North Dallas about- Forty. Yeah. You we know, were talking about uh, football mo- players who were racked. His most famous movie. Yeah. He was Sloth in the Goonies. Oh, he was? Yeah. I John Matuzak. No, I'd forgotten about that. Huh. Yep. I'm a little bit too old to have, gen- have enjoyed he the Goonies. He was also on Saved by the Bell the college years. <laughs> you didn't like the Goonies? Is there no end to crappy television? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Saved by the Bell the, the college, college years. Now, was that on oh, prime Ace. time or Saturday it. morning? Uh... I can't imagine it wasn't on in prime time. My goodness. <laughs> For a couple weeks, anyway. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, our guest, Paul Morrissey, has a new project out there. It's entitled Ice Cream Versus Everything. Uh, you'll find it where you find stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, it's on, album. On the internet. <laughs> and once again, your your website is what is what is it again? PaulHasWebsite.com. That's my name, Chick. Paul. 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 Not Phil. Has, it's not Phil. Phil. Paul, ha- PaulHasAWebsite.com. Paul, Paul I still will not remember and his name. And of all comedians. In uh, six months from now, we're going to go, what's the name of that guy? That really funny comedian who was good at basketball. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Paul, um, 
uh, is the I think of all comedians. Do you think you are you the best basketball player ever of all comedians? Oh, I don't know about. I mean, I won't make that claim, but sure for if if it'll sell tickets to uh, what to, about in Sha- Indiana? What about yeah. Shaquille O'Neal? He's shacked in he a, a fool. He had a tight five. He's a funny guy. He yeah, but I mean, stand up. No. Oh, you know, we we used to ask, for example, who's the best golfer in the NFL. Or uh, uh, who's the best golfer in comedy? And apparently it, uh, it's... Uh, Todd Young, right? Uh, no, I think actually he was... Uh, oh, uh, by Don McMillan? Don McMillan. Yeah. Don oh, yeah. had 19 hole-in-ones in one week. 23 hole-in-ones <laughs> in one I heard, day. I heard one round of golf, <laughs> he <laughs> shot an 18. Whoa! What I heard. <laughs> Amazing you guys stuff. are horrible. Amazing golfer. And again, I... Paul, you disappoint me because I, if you, only you had become. Why didn't you go out for the Washington Generals? <laughs> I don't know. God, I could still. I, uh, maybe I'll try. Do they have a senior tour? Do oh, they have, yeah. maybe. <laughs> I can. I mean, I, I love. I, as you know, I don't like much, but I love the Harlem Globetrotters. I go every year. I've already got my tickets. Yeah, they should year. have a senior tour. You know, the Golden Bachelors killing it. People okay. love that show. Okay, well, we'll find out about that. Where, where are his hearing aids? It's, it's now, my favorite uh, Simpsons. Sex. Uh, we have, um, <laughs> uh, right now, I want to talk to you about uh, the fall and how busy we all are between school and haunted houses and soccer, et cetera. So this is where HelloFresh comes in. How about some great food? HelloFresh, how does it work? Well, they're the best number one uh, meal kit in America. How it works is they do the grocery shopping, they do the measuring, and it's all designed to fit in with the recipe you're going to get with the food. They've got cards so you can follow it. Okay, this is the persimmon, that's the pineapple, but it's going to be delicious stuff, of course. And now getting famous for their quick and easy options. In some cases, prep time, about five minutes to cook for 10. I got one of these right okay. here what do you prep got? five minutes cook 15 and you're ready one pan barbecue pulled chicken tacos with creamy slaw and red onion oh my gosh look at that that's a family friendly meal four steps easy to do and, you don't, and, you and you're to, out to soccer practice you, before you know and you don't have to walk around the grocery store going well how come the how come the taco stuff isn't over here where the salsa is and you walk around for 20 minutes no you're nope. not going to waste I your time HelloFresh is doing it for you they've also got the hello fresh market including by the way the mini pumpkin cheesecake ladies and gentlemen that is Delicious by definition. HelloFresh also has about 40 choices every week at least. So from vegan over here to comfort food over there, join America's number one meal kit today. 50% off. Is that a typo? Nope. 50% off plus free shipping. Here's the code 50BTSHOW at HelloFresh.com slash 50BTSHOW. It's quick, it's delicious, and you helped, as they used to say. The code is 5050BTSHOW, HelloFresh.com slash 50BTSHOW. Coming back with uh, Today in History and a special musical bonus from Pat Godwin. Let's see how scared he is. Yeah. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to the Bob and Tom Show this morning. Even though we're not too much to look at, you can also watch the show on our YouTube channel. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Jeff Oske. That's all right. Josh Arnold not here. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold with our special guest. He is comedian Paul Morrissey. And um, we were talking about the movie Hoosiers uh, off the air. Um, uh, Paul, a big fan. And who fan. isn't? Who isn't? Um, and um, it's uh, interesting. You'll be uh, playing a hall not too far from where the finale of that movie was actually filmed uh, many years ago. Recently voted the best sports movie of all time. 
And then, can I bring my tape measure? Is the court still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ten feet. Remember that? Yeah. What a great scene. What That's a amazing. classic, classic, classic moment. Uh, now, um, wow, triple uh, classic. Uh, 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 <laughs> Pat, would you like to leave us with a song before we uh, head out of here? What would you like there, buddy? Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, uh, Time now for today. <laughs> what? I thought we'd interrupt today in history with something, an historic performance. Well, he does. All right. right. He's done that well, like we, he wants to do it. Well, we were, we were arguing off the air about what song to do. And uh, you got, the, that, got that piano over there? I do, yeah. Okay, do you want me to set this up for you? Here he is now. Um, we've had a lot of stories about um, things strewn over the highway. You had the lemons all over the highway. That's right. We had some uh, wine. Yeah, we've had uh, sort of sad ones where there's you know live animals in a truck and it turns over. And oh yeah, this that's, is a this that's is a rough cleanup. But perfect we've had for a song. Yeah. We've had grapes. We've had prunes. But this week we had a, an interesting news story in which um, celery <laughs> closed down a freeway. Um, you don't hear much about celery. Doesn't no. Make, doesn't make the news much. No, it doesn't. Um, celery primarily associated with what in your Dieting, life? probably. I was going to say, in your case, Christy, I was going to say Bloody Mary's. Not a Bloody Mary fan, but if you want to think that, go and right here's ahead. Pat. Thanks for, thanks for, yes, Andy. <laughs> if you're on a diet, the vegetable, this vegetable in particular, is your friend. Oh, you burn more calories digesting it than it has. Put it in your Bloody Mary, like our Christy Lee, but she doesn't Yeah. Oh, slather it on <laughs> with peanut butter and cream cheese. Celery is negative calories. Dieters breathe a sigh of relief. Everybody, celery. I swear it's stalking me. <laughs> I got those stringy. I got those stringy pieces in my teeth. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much, Patty J. Are no. you a celery eater, Paul? It's also a negative taste. <laughs> Here's Tom. Thank you very much. And that's a nice crunch to chicken salad. Celery's great. I like it. I, what would you talk I'm about those little boats with the hey. little raisins and peanut butter in it? Okay. Um, <laughs> Time now for today in history. Ants on a log, my friend. Not a, not a great day. Now, uh, you had a in sports. What? You had uh, today in history in sports. It was a special segment earlier this today. I, oh, uh, yeah, Mr. Ed hit a home run against yeah. uh, Sandy Koufax. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And remember, to this day still, he's the only horse to ever hit a home run against a Hall of Fame pitcher. Do you remember the episode of uh, the Beverly Hillbillies where they, the Jethro, they found out, could a throw, sorghum a, ball or could, yeah, throw a perfect pitch and it, he was striking everybody out and they realized he was putting sorghum on the ball, which thus made it illegal. <laughs> Again, love, with the Dodgers. And I want to say Don Drysdale was in that episode. Could have been. The Herman uh, Munster one was great, too, when he oh, tried yeah. out for the Dodgers. Yep, that Herman, was great. Herman tried out for the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very, very good. Uh, on this date in history, the oh, we're out of time already. You don't sound like you've got anything to do. I was trying to help. Well, Thomas Edison showed his first motion picture. Oh, who'd he steal that from? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, all I know is it got a very low rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, even then, they even then, those, they, they just <laughs> wow. Uh, this is unfortunate. In 1927, the jazz singer uh, oh, Al Jolson, man. by the way, first person to be canceled in contemporary culture, <laughs> and with and with good reason. I, I think um, they have remade the jazz singer. Remember with Neil Diamond? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the famous line in that? Uh, he's I, I have no son. Was uh, what? Uh, what's his name said? Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for helping. And to Neil Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then hey, Neil Papa.
Okay. Um, Papa. I Papa. Uh, happy birthday, Bru- Bruno San Martino. You know who that is, Christy? Uh, no. Oh, Longest yeah. reigning WWE the former champion. Uh, prime minister of uh, WWE champion? Mm. And then, oh, and then uh, Tony Dungy. Happy birthday, Tony John. Oh, Dungy. I know who he is. Sweet, nice guy. Yeah, very nice. Former um, neighbor. And that's pretty much it for it. Time now for things we learned on the show today. Uh, Josh Arnold is on assignment. He's actually fishing with his brothers. I hope they win. Wouldn't that be awesome? Playing That'd be a great story. Grab ass in a cabin somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Morrissey, our comedic guest, told us about a tarantula migration. Evidently, they crossed the road. Is that right? Is that right? Did you say that? Yeah. Tarantulas crossed the road? Was I here? They close off the road so that they don't get squished by cars. Oh. Christy enjoys English toffee ice cream. I do, but you don't find it very much you can't anymore. Can't huh. no. There used to be a Turkish coffee that UDF used to put out. United Dairy Farmers. Really? Oh. Yeah, it was very oh. good. Very there's good no food. where there's uh, uh, ice cream. You making fun of me? No, I'm uh, serious. It's okay. No, no. It's okay. Here, try I'm an old woman. Hey, old lady. How about yeah. those Werthers? Uh, yeah, I, I like a Werthers <laughs> too. Like the um, one I was twelve. I'll like them now. <laughs> Tom told us a story. About enjoying butter pecan ice cream in honor of his mother. And, it's delicious. And we were riveted. No, it was a story about never trying anything. And now Mr. M- Mr. Morrissey has never had an egg. Right. There's a huge list of things you've never eaten. And I had never had uh, butter pecan, so I tried it. Hey, Mom butter was pecan. right. Mom pecan. was right again. It's pecan. it's pecan, not pecan. Of course, but you would say pecan because you would go pecan to be snooty, but... <laughs> I'm the man of the people. Are you going to try something new? And the next time you come here, I want to hear that you've tried something new. Okay. An what omelet. An chi- omelet. <laughs> chicken omelet. Okay. This uh, is the Bob and Tom Show. Think you know your pro football? Then play Pigskin Pick'em every week at bobandtom.com slash contest. It's your chance to win a Minimax Big Green Egg. This is the Bob and Tom Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. (laughs) Those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.